50 seconds into it and I just ran out of material. Oh no. I, everything smells like dog and I'm tired. Hmm. Is that how all dog parents feel like four days in? Is it a puppy? It's a puppy. Then definitely. <laughs> Go ahead. Welcome to Puppy Line. How can I help you? I, I, everything is covered in slobber. Yes. I, I smell like dog. Yes. And I just want to eat in peace. Yeah, well, uh, that's not going to happen for, <laughs> let me check his notes, uh, another year and a half. Thanks for calling. Next caller. <laughs> You're peeking, I think, in your microphone there. Was I? It kind of went, yeah. That's better. I okay. can't peek now. I already peaked about 20 years ago. No, that's not true. That's what you can look forward to, kids. If you're a kid and you're watching this, just think about your future and say, I could do that. Mm. You do it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You could do it today. If you start today. If you start today, it'll happen today. no experience necessary. Yeah. There's a kids in the hall skit where the kid who's annoying, he comes in with the backpack and the ball cap, kind of like myself, but (laughs) he's not wearing a collar. But anyways, he has a backpack on. He walks into the butcher shop. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He asked the one. butcher, you know, annoying questions. And the butcher has no clients. So, you The know, kid just keeps hanging out. Yeah. And the butcher's like, uh, number 46. And the kid hands number 46. He has all like, the numbers. Oh, the <laughs> number <asshole>. 47. <laughs> Did you always want to be a butcher when you grew up? Yeah, kid. Lifelong dream come true. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's I the equivalent. I remember that. And he asked him, like, how much everything weighs and how much would it, how much would it cost for my how much uh could you sell my brain for or something first he asked how much his head would weigh how much do you think my head would be worth if it were made of veal and he's like i don't know i don't know uh, 40 dollars or something he's like I'm no not i'm not selling <laughs> so stupid. i am such a junkie for the kids in the hall this kid well she's a girl really she goes to my swimming pool and she has false teeth i found them when i was diving for pox <laughs> She's five and she has false teeth. And she can't eat meat. You know why? No teeth. No, she's a vegetarian. But there's nothing new. You just keep rewatching. All. No, there's a new show coming out. They. I know, but nothing's out right now. A new season. Okay. So you have to warm up by watching at least mm-hmm. one to two on YouTube a night. I don't mm-hmm. know if they get, you know, the, the data for that. I, I think they're bootleg channels. But they should have their own, you know. So it's rude. You shouldn't be watching them that way. Sean. I know, but I'm so, so hungry for You're letting your beard too. get awfully bushy. I know. It looks ridiculous, but. <laughs> it reminds me, my friend Ashley from high school, she got married the first time. I don't even know when this was. What about the sixth time? I don't know. I don't Not really keep I'm up with her anymore. Just... No, but Sean had let his beard get out of out of control. Like if I was her, I'd have been like, shave that. That's terrible. But she was like, I don't care. And so in all these photos, you look not like yourself. Like you look like you put on like 40 pounds because your face is like. It got really puffy. <laughs> like this, his cheeks, it, it was so crazy. And you can't even tell where your chin is. It was just like this weird, I don't know. I don't know about anybody else out there, but I'm not a fan of like unkempt or long, big beards. I mean, unless you're Santa Claus, even his is like small and like very, very kept, very kept. Yeah, the new Santa Claus for sure. The way they market him now, he's mm-hmm. he's not even uh, he's not a jolly fellow anymore. He looks like he's hungry, and he he always his wife makes him eat salad. Like he does not look oh not plump he's, like he's, he's supposed to be. He's, he's, to he's be like eating. a Michael Scott Santa, oh, you know, wearing yeah. a smoking jacket and a, a Kangol hat backwards. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I still like Kangol. I would wear a Kangol tomorrow if I had somewhere to go. But no, we're going into lockdown. We 3.0. are not either. No, but I mean Texas is like that's what it feels like. Middle fingers to everybody. We oh. just do what we want. 
I do what I want. It's Gary Bateman. They should call Texas Gary Bateman. Right. I do what I want. Um, yeah, so the puppy is exhausting me. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I love her. And when, like, now she's in her crate, and I hate that, and I miss her. But then immediately when I cuddle with her, I'm like, God, you smell. And now I'm covered in your slobber. And also, I just really, like, need to zone out for a while and not have to worry about you, like, pissing and shitting somewhere. Hmm. We're, we're in the midst of, like, potty training because she's three and a half months yeah, um, and almost she's four in, months. You want to tell the story of uh, the Her? pretty puppy? Yeah, yeah. So it's only a three month story. So yeah, there's not that much. She was born on May seventh. It was a it was a sunny day. No, um. So her name is Roxy, and she is like a terrier mix. We don't know pit bull terrier, bull terrier. She's just a thing. She's black and white. She's cute. Terry or Stacy or Phil. I don't know. It's We're not sure. Like, Very confusing. But she came with the name Roxy. Yeah. From the uh, the foster slash shelter. And we decided we would keep it. Yeah, but three months old. Here's the deal, man. Here's the deal. You know, they write these descriptions of the dog's life. Which we didn't far. remember because we looked at like five of them. No, but when we went and saw it, mm-hmm. we looked They told again. us. I told him that. I said, what's her story? Oh, gosh. What I, a sad story. I mean, you don't end up at the pound for no particular reason. This I was, know. Yeah, would she go in because all the siblings... Uh, well, she, parvo. she was a parvo survivor and only i think it was her and one other in her litter a boy survived and the rest didn't make it and so she's a parvo survivor which is amazing i had a puppy wally when i was uh like a teenager he was a chocolate lab and he got parvo and we like essentially bottle fed him back to life and yeah. he survived so we got her um because so she went to the pound someone picked her up from the pound i don't know is it all right to call it the pound what do they call it now? it's a rescue which is what I followed on Instagram for a while. And anyway, Instagram it's, and pets, but it's, it's technically, a, I don't know if it's a shelter or rescue, what the difference is, but it's not good the, marriage between those two products. It's pets not the and, pound. Cause right. the pound is like, I don't know, just different. I feel like, okay. So she came in as a parvo survivor mm-hmm. and then went out to a family was and, adopted by an asshole. Well, it just wasn't a right mix or fit. They didn't realize, they I mean, for, even you're saying, Oh my God, the puppy's so tiring. And we have, you know, um, the ability to look after her, right? Imagine if you're living a busy. Anyways, it wasn't a good mix. She went well, to a the house. The person where already were... had like two older dogs, and they yeah. wanted to get a, a puppy again. And they think they forgot what it was like to have a puppy. But you made a commitment, and instead of like figuring it out, and maybe Katie, just before the podcast started, you said, "Let's turn this one in." I did not. I've let's never. Get, let's get a goldfish. You said. How dare you? You said, "I'm so tired." Let's get a goldfish. How dare you? Take it back. <laughs> Retraction. No, it's a lot of fun having her. It but, is a lot of fun. So she, it is she went back to the. Yeah, back to the rescue because that lady was a dickwad, and then let her get ringworm and didn't treat it, and it like took off some hair on her leg. Hmm. It was so neglected. The She's notes. Still cute. The notes are so sad. So she was skinny and neglected. Yeah. And I was like. <gasps> You asshole. Punch she you in the a, face. She has a round belly like me. She has a little, we call it a little pot belly, pig belly, because that's what it looks like. She, she sits out on strange. her. It's funny. Yeah. Her little pink tummy. I think that's more of a bull terrier. Yeah, I think that's why they think she's part of that. But she is the sweetest. She's a really well-behaved puppy. Also really. a gymnast. And <laughs> I know if you're not into, you know, uh, the pet chat, we don't have to do that the, the whole <laughs> podcast, but we thought we'd give you an update because we think it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. She is the smartest dog I've ever met. She's the prettiest dog, She's definitely on the block. She's de- Other dogs go by, I'm like, no, not I cannot wait. And everybody that comes by is like, what a pretty girl. Right. And then she gets so excited that she pees. Now, she does have a heart. Oh, yeah, she pees a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
she has that harness, the pink thing that you yeah. offer, but she doesn't like it so much. <laughs> and so what does she do? She does a flip. Yeah, she. I've never she seen tucks a dog her, do a flip. Her chin to her chest because that because it comes. It's like it's one of those papillas. The brand you've probably seen them, and they're supposed to be soft, so they're comfortable for them, so they don't pinch them. Right. And you can grow with it. It's adjustable. <laughs> but this like Y part of it goes through her chest, and she tries to tuck her chin so she can get her little teeth in it. And she tries to tuck so hard she somersaults. Yeah, she does like a yeah. complete 360. <laughs> and gets up as if someone did something, you know, you're just watching her. Like, well, it is a puppy. It's not, if it's still doing that at two years old, you've got a problem. Yeah. But it's still learning some of the, the ins and outs. So yeah. it's kind of interesting to have a little puppy around. I realize that I can't run very fast. <laughs> Sean a, gets into, cha he chases with like. I, 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 I can outpace the puppy for about, mm, 70 steps and then that dog hits four-wheel drive and rounds the corner well she has really. different levels of she has different speeds because yeah. like she was like very fast around the corners because we had a rough morning so we've had people in our house today so we had guys in the back working on our deck because it needed to be re-stained and sanded it was really looking rough and our cleaning lady came today thank god and so there was just a lot of distractions. She yeah. walked in and she looked at me like, have you been peeing in here? You know, like. <laughs> no, she didn't. She's always like, buenos dias. I'm like, buenos dias, Alicia. Yeah. And then I have to try my best to speak Spanish, which I'm really working on. And we get, get along okay, her and I. Yeah. And I really enjoy her. But she loves puppies. She told me right away, I love dogs. It's okay. And her first dog was named Roxy. But now she has a little dog, not a chihuahua, some other mix. They're not sure. Um, I forget his name. I want to say it was Zeus, but I don't think that's it. Anyway. He's a love of her life. And so she really likes dogs. But there was just so much stimulation and so many people around today that we did not have a good day with Roxy. She was so stubborn and wanted to get into everything and like eat the chemicals from the cleaning bucket and like all sorts of tear open the garbage chaos. Right. So I had to take her out a lot. <laughs> and then she wouldn't want to come back in. Yeah. So we had a rough day in puppy land, but we still love her. I had to put her in her, her crate. She had to go to puppy jail for a little bit. And she whined and then she slept and now she's fine. I caught her smoking cigarettes outside earlier. <laughs> Sometimes I think though, because she is, she's like a toddler, right? I feel like when she's doing that and she's being so stubborn, she doesn't want to come in. She doesn't want to go potty. She doesn't want to do anything. It's like she's throwing a tantrum because she's tired or hungry or whatever. But we feed her three times a day like you're supposed to like on these regular increments. And if once you put her in her pen and she like takes a little nap, then she's like, fine. Yeah. She needs it. like a re reboot. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's there enough about pup it. that's enough puppy talk. Oh, also their teeth are sharp as needles. And her claws, yeah, also. But I got that little grinder thing, so I can like I could sand off her little claws a little so they're not so yeah. Um but oh to finish up her story, so this lady returned her to Austin Pets Alive and the woman on staff couldn't bear to put her back because she's just a baby a little emaciated puppy you can't put that back in the general population she's like i don't want to put her back in there and so she took her home and that was her foster mom lynn and so then we picked her up from them and they didn't even want to give her to us really her husband really wanted them to adopt it but they already had two other dogs and she was like we can't do more blah blah um so then we got her and now she's ours yay she'll be making appearances later on she'll be filling in for me from time to time she has a lot to say, you know. She does. She talks a lot. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. We'll, we'll keep you updated. Yeah, when she plays on her own, she does like this like noise. I feel like that's a pretty good impersonation. There you have it. While she like chomps at the air. <laughs> She's pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. What Enough else is happening? 
really that's it yeah. um but the getting up early not just because of roxy because we could just let her out to go potty and then go back to bed but we've had the guys at the house working on the the deck i just feel like i haven't really slept that well because it's like not in my regular routine right you right. know i'm like 7 a.m i see you scheduled some time off for us i did thank you for that slot of three to three fifteen on fridays i appreciate that <laughs> no i scheduled vacation in october it's yeah, tentative we can move three, around 3 15 p.m and no, uh five in, days oh five days sean oh. has sean has a really hard time taking a break what do you mean i know he does he like will it'll be like eight o'clock at night and i'm like what are you doing he's like I'm, I'm just checking comments and i'm like who fucking cares you know what my grandfather used to say what i'm doing my gazintas seven oh. goes into 14 twice he was doing his math for for work you know oh, and okay. he, he would do it like at night mm. he'd sit there with his calculator it wasn't one of these but you know like and uh -huh. it had the, oh, the, the printer the, the paper oh i remember that man sitting there with piles of receipts and was, what a mess well he was running a small business well didn't you know? he have an accountant or something yeah yeah yeah. but he he was checking his gazintas mm. you know yeah doing the gazintas so i do that sometimes yeah you know, the uh the acorn doesn't fall from the acorn tree. That's not that's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, that's that's really it. I feel like Roxy's been the biggest change. Yeah. And we've had her what since Saturday. So it's like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We've had her like four days. But that's you know, like we're trying to potty train and we're trying to not put her in her crate all day and mm. so she's out ninety percent of the day. Um, but you've been spending most of your time podcasting lately, right? You, I've been uh, trying to get ahead on AKA. You're doing guest spots, like uh, featuring oh, like yeah. pop albums. You were, you were part of the Kanye West Donda um, oh, experience? No. What, uh, what weekend were you? Weekend three? How two, many one? weekends have there been? He's done like three. And that I, is an awesome story, by the way. Do you I, know? Sorry, I'm cutting off. No, I just don't give any fucks about it. I'm honestly tired of hearing about it. But go right ahead for the people out there who maybe care at all about Kanye West. I mean, I find this, I don't know, sometimes, does anybody else feel this way? I get like actively frustrated with, I mean, I know Kanye has a mental illness and it's bipolar disorder be my hypothesis, but he's also clearly, I don't know if he's a narcissist, I'd assume so, but the, the intense amount of narcissism, like I have to do this again and again and again, and I want to turn this in like, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it was that. I think he was re-envisioning how the music industry could potentially operate. Like he was putting together a blueprint. So instead of you going on tour after you release an album, he basically did a three-show mm -hmm. tour before but, but the album. But it wasn't open to the public. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. It was open to people who were going to reshare. Well, it's like a, the best PR. It's like it's like a publicity stunt or yeah. like a marketing scheme and so then his album just came out this week and now i i like the old kanye not the new kanye you know like <laughs> i like his first two albums i think they're well, he, awesome he got like weird religious type music for a while and i'm like what? he's tried everything and uh but this latest one i haven't heard one track from it but what i thought was well, what an experience they were the sharing all these clips everywhere and mm -hmm. these clips were spun out across every platform that you would go on whether it's twitter snoopy snoop uh you know looper mm -hmm. All the, you know, uh, they even did a um, a takeover of, uh, uh, what's the one where you, you look at real estate? I'm not gonna tell you, because it's a bad Pinterest, joke. is that where you? There was Kanye across, making floral arrangements on Pinterest. All across Pinterest. social media people are sharing the clips. That's it, you know? <laughs> and so it was interesting to see. I think that's why I'm over it. I feel burnt out by it. 
Fair I'm enough. Like, Give me something else. Like, shut up. They opened. Why the, did Kim walk out in a weird fucking wedding dress like thing? That was very strange. It was an experience. Well, but I thought they were divorced. Uh, well, maybe the, they're getting back together because she walked out in a veil. Apparently, she was very angry that Marilyn Manson was there. Why? Uh, Who cares? Uh, Manson was accused of, uh, I don't know if it's uh, sexual assault or uh, being an abusive boyfriend. So he's kind of been blackballed. He was dropped by his agency, oh, dropped by his label. Know. Yeah, it happened last year. I think because the pandemic was going on, people weren't as tuned in to his cancellation. But yeah. so I think for uh, Kanye to have him there and uh, well, he clearly Kim, got Kim invited was, by some somebody. Well, that, no, he was backstage, like hanging out. Like, oh, he, was he wasn't just the, like there. He was like part of the. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I'll put a little bow on this. The album came out and it's like the highest global whatever statistics uh, of any record ever being released digitally. I think it came in number two. I'm sorry. Okay. Within a week or like, within what, the first below, day like, or something. Beyonce or Taylor Swift or something? Above everyone except for um, a little known uh, singer songwriter from Montreal, Canada. His name is Sean St. Louis. Um, oh my God, I forwarded you something on TikTok primarily mm -hmm. because it, the tra it was a tragically hip song that they put in the background. I saw. <laughs> you really get me, Katie. I was like, when it came into my feed, I was like, oh my God, Sean's going to die that this is put to the Tragically Hip song. Anyway, I had to share it with you. But yeah, I mean. That's it's, a great song, Ahead by a Century. Yeah. Just that simple little chord progression do, he do, does. Do, do, do. Yeah. The, Damned if I can't still play it. <laughs> no, but and I, I appreciate Kanye West and his he's talented, his obviously. Antics. But yeah, I think I just get exhausted. I'm exhausted by his antics. And I also, I know this sounds bad, but. I've heard him speak about his mental illness and, and choosing not to get treatment for it. And I just, sometimes I feel like in a way you're like supporting him not taking care of himself. Like he's kind of manic. Yeah, but. I know. Should, I, do people have to be medicated? Honestly. No, it's not necessarily medication, but he like isn't, like I don't think he's actively really trying to. I, I don't think, think he, he wants to. He said it makes him more creative. To, yeah. And I'm and like, if that's mm. the lifestyle that the guy chooses to live, I don't care. I mean, I guess, but it's like so detrimental to his life. It's his life to be detrimental uh, with. I guess so. You know, um, I mean, you can't make people get better. If he was being that, violent, then I would say, hey, buddy, you can't do this and you have to contain them in pr you know, prison of some sort. Yeah, right? he's more just like but out of control with like spending and uh, making comments and like socially, like maybe. Uh, harming his brand or his ability to continue to make money I, he, I he hasn't done that yet but i'm just saying that like he gets a little out there yeah he's he's gonna go big prediction here he'll also go bust i think financially mm. i think there'll be some even larger thing that maybe doesn't work out like if there's a misstep but right now i thought he was washed up but apparently he's he's on top of his game and that's interesting yeah. well he's super talented i i just frankly i'm just tired of hearing about him that's yeah all. i still don't like yeezys no, I don't want a sock shoe that I spent like a thousand dollars on. I never, although, I mean, I do understand fashion, but I, I don't understand owning something just because it's a certain brand. If you like something because of the way it looks, then that's fine. Like if you want sock shoes, which I have my like stretchy, uh, what are they called? Fly knit Nikes that I work oh, out. Oh, they're fly. That I work out in the house with, you know? Um, but I don't, I'm not going to spend that much on that kind of shoe. It just seems frivolous and silly. But again, it's if it's fashion and it makes people happy, I get that because to each their own. I I just don't think he's a designer. Mm. 
but I mean, people would disagree. Yeah, I'm not into it. But yeah, good for him. He probably made a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah, he's a billionaire now, which Didn't is crazy. Did he get one of those like uh, PPP loans or EIDLs or something? Probably. One of those, he like, runs a business, loans? and yeah. those there weren't, you know, uh, stipulations based on how much you made, no, or how much you you were losing. It was just how many employees do you have, and how do we keep you afloat so you don't close your doors? Yeah, I know that Tom Brady had taken a couple of loans with his companies, but again you're chastising oh it's a rich person with a company but hey they've got employees to pay and yeah do you want the well, you company? want them to instead lay them off all right fine i'll close the company yeah, yeah. that would suck yeah i just remember people being mad about that mm-hmm. and i was like as long as it you know he's, he's actually using the money for the way he's supposed to which i think is what he said like they have to pay people and the company can't like create products right now so right hmm. you want me to lay them off or do you want me to pay them very interesting. Very, very interesting. Not really at all, Kanye's. I don't just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm fine. over it. Are you over it? Or are you excited about What's it? What's the new thing to listen to? Tell me. I heard the baby got canceled as well. He had uh, homophobic remarks uh, during some Was show. Was he really canceled? Canceled? Though? Well, I think people. He's on the outs with a lot of people. They're mad at him. And then there, there's quite a few people in in uh, current pop culture who've. Uh, Who says things like that publicly these days, though? Like. I don't what, know. what kind of idiot They're also pop- he's, he's uh, a young hothead um, he's gonna make a ton of mistakes yeah I'll be honest when I first saw his his music he shoots his own music videos oh does he wow they're stunning like as a director he he's really he has an eye well these things are really well not just the the camera work the camera work could be faked right like you could buy expensive cameras and make something look really beautiful but at the end of the day, if it's a bad director, it's still going to look like a bad film. Yeah. And if he's directing all those shots, it's pretty impressive. He's a really, he's a young, talented person who's probably ignorant, like a lot of young people mm-hmm. uh, are. I was ignorant when I was younger. I, I made We're a lot all of, still ignorant about certain things. I was just I talking. I am very ignorant still. But, yeah. oh, sorry, I was cutting No, I, I was just, I was actually cutting you off. But I, all I was going to say is that uh, I had that live audio room with Jamila Jamil, and we were talking about how people are so afraid to ask questions these days because Mm -hmm. if you don't already know like shame on you and she was like i don't i don't support that like we all have to start somewhere and even if you feel like you're like 10 years behind at least you're starting and she's like we shouldn't shame people for wanting to educate themselves we should have open arms and be like sure let me tell you about this and you know we're learning from people who know and you know for sure passing on the education and the information and i feel like everybody makes mistakes everybody's ignorant about like i can't be an expert on all things there's no way so i'm ignorant about things too and still learning and i it's amazing that we can learn and we can change and grow yeah so i'm making my apology video right now for stuff (laughs) i may have or may will say by accident i don't know you know down the road this is i'm human i'm gonna make mistakes i hope when i do make mistakes that you know the the people out there are forgiving Mm -hmm. and and my hope for that I think should give others pause, you know, uh, to consider, hey, maybe I should be a little less judging of yeah. people who make mistakes. Because I, I really do think the guy may be talented. He may be a raging asshole. I don't know. But to see someone, you know. Um, Just uh, getting started. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard. And I mean, it is. It's like I looked at the footage. His, his videos are misogynistic. They're this or that. But it's pretty rough hip hop. And, you know, uh, Hip hop isn't born in the the fine, uh, or was not born well, in the fine. And just because you don't like, this is what I don't understand. And I don't know if you, people would disagree, but I don't understand why that needs like why that's even an issue. Because in my mind, I'm like, 
if his music is misogynistic and I don't like it, I'm not going to listen to it. And that's 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 it. That's capitalism, baby. Yeah. Like if I don't like it, but also like the superior product will will. But will. I don't like this like pendulum swinging where like, um, I I mean, if you don't like his music, then it's like, in this all fairness, you shouldn't like like Lil Kim's music either. Or right. potentially or like Joe Rogan being canceled uh, so many times. Yeah. People talk shit about, oh, well, and there was a group of people at Spotify who were really angry about mm-hmm. some of the opinions that people voiced or some of the things he said. Yep. And his retort to that, which I thought was really brilliant. You're, you're so angry with me, but think of all the lyrics that you have on your website mm-hmm. or on your, your service that are way more egregious yeah. you know and not taken out of context it's a short three minute song you can parse it well that's even like when we got uh demonetized on youtube for my sex health series yeah and then Katy perry came out with that song eat me or what was it called something like something that. like that and even like susan wojcicki like tweeted out like congratulations on five million views or something and i was like ar, ar, yeah are you serious discrepancies like, but there's always that though and i think that people just want to look so like myopically right isn't that the word when you're like can't you're like so nearsighted i don't know just pigeonholed or so so limited of a view you only oh, pigeon-eyed no look at that person they're pigeon-eyed <laughs> but anyway it's i'm like just saying bird. that i feel like some people have like one way that they don't like certain things and then they want to shout about it online i'm like just don't watch or listen yeah like, whatever dude move on i i really am kind of over it and i'm finding a lot of it laughable at this point which takes away from the power mm-hmm. of of publicly speaking out hey that person is doing something wrong well, yeah it but makes the way it, people do it now it's like shame and well it's like the boy who cried wolf right if you're crying wolf all the time no one's going to believe you uh jamila on our our live audio room because i've always been of the adage where i'm like cancel culture sucks and people should just shut the fuck up that's how i feel i'm like social media's gotten out of hand and i don't like it at all which is kind of what i said on the audio room i was like I think cancel culture is out of control and I don't appreciate it at all. I don't think it should exist and I don't support it. And she was like, I completely disagree with that. And I was like, okay, you know, it, again, have can That's have cool. a discussion. Ama- imagine that we can disagree and not scream at each other. And I was like, oh, interesting. Tell me more. And she was like, uh, she said that cancel culture itself, am I peaking? No, I was just going to turn your volume down oh, as a joke. such a turd like, face. We can cancel um, you now. No, canceled. But cancel culture as as a premise she supports wholeheartedly in because of i was gonna say in so far as but i guess it's because of the fact that otherwise we're helpless to stop people like the brett weinsteins or or weinstein i think it's weinstein Not brett Harvey. oh sorry fuck i like brett. we we need to stop these progressive liberals no, no. in their tracks no he, harvey harvey weinstein um and like the bill cosby's he's not a progressive liberal by the way that was no mischaracterization it was really just like a a, the the last names are similar and i missed the first names what she was saying is that in those situations like the harvey weinsteins and the bill cosby's uh they'd be untouchable without social media and without council culture really taking people to task because they're they have money and they have power and a lot of times unfortunately in our legal system that means that shit you can't do shit about it i think that's 100 percent correct and However, maybe but, cancel culture mm-hmm. could be akin to shining a bright light on a shadow that's to what reveal. she said mm-hmm. the thing is is that we're using the flashlight well, hold, like a fucking hammer well, instead of a light the, well hold on because i wasn't finished oh, okay. because she said that's how it's useful and she said however 
like we do with all things, and I'm not quoting her 100%, so if you go back and listen, you'll hear it better, but she says, you know, in those instances, it's important. However, just like everything that we do in the world, we overdo it. And and then I said, it's like we needed to be using a scalpel and we're using a sledgehammer. And she goes, exactly. She goes, because- oh, Katie, I adopted your story. I think you planted that idea. Good job, you planted you. that idea in my head. But I talked to you about it earlier. I know, but I wasn't listening fully. I was doing Well, clearly you're talking about a light I absorbed the information. shining a light, but smash, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I got the, I got even, the message. Yeah, yeah the message was received. Yeah. But anyways, and, and I agree with that. And then I was like, oh, I never thought about it that way. And you are correct. Like, otherwise we would feel helpless to stop bad things from happening or bad people like ellen's show was so toxic people were getting like emotionally abused that's right. not okay things need to be brought to light however it doesn't mean you should be pulling tweets from someone 10 years ago and then shaming them with them now you know yeah you, that's not really what this is about that's weaponizing things i think when you do things in that manner unless of course the person is it's a a continued behavior yes today. there's a pattern if you're like yeah. wow you're still an asshole because right. then jamila even said she was like i was a maniac like you can see me as like a slut shamer i was uh you know she judged other people's bodies she's like i would shit talk people she's like i was a disaster i was an asshole and she goes because i was really unhappy you know and, and anyway. these were new tools mm -hmm. so i'm really hoping that within the next year six months get your act together sean stop <laughs> no but it, within the next little bit of time here we start to recognize the the folly the error of our ways and we all dust it off like oh, wasn't that a crazy time remember when we were all drunk on social media and we talked shit and i was so rude but i would never say that in person oh yeah six months ago we would never do that again i that mean i perfect. wish we could turn things around that quickly i think we can i well, think if there was a real thought leader someone mm -hmm. who who really was able to articulate it and make it popular and maybe it was a song, track two on Donda. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe we could get on the same page. Maybe. I mean, I, I have hope. I mean, I have hope, but six months, like it's a very short time frame. And we're still dealing with COVID and people are just so angry. Like some guy got shot the other day and I forget where for not wearing a mask. I was like, people. People are so sensitive and on edge to things right now i saw a guy lose it i didn't but i saw it online he absolutely went bananas at the airport because they asked him where his mask was and he just he lost it and i don't know if he was high or drunk or if that was a sober state of mind but wow he he argued with like 30 people and he was running in and out and like what? lunging at people and he didn't like have a mask can. on and you know before going to the airport they tell you like five thousand times i don't know it was wild and wow. You know, whatever. Um, I, I, at the end of the day, feel sorry for that guy. Not I feel because sorry he's, for the people who had to deal with him. Well, yeah, but those people are going to go on in their life and they're going to have a good story. That guy has to live with himself. I know, he went what viral a, being an asshole. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. That's Anyways. Like, yeah, they've said that people on the planes and stuff have had, I forget the percentage, such an increase in like violent or... Yeah, you're seeing people being duct taped to chairs and... Yeah, because they don't, they don't have police in the sky, so they're putting more air marshals out. Oh, man, I bet you the duct tape, sa duct tape salesman, that's a hard one to say. I ruined my own joke. Well, they've given He's them zip ties great. and stuff now, the zip tie mm -hmm. handcuffs, and they're trying to prepare people. But why should we have to do that? Stop being, you know, sometimes just like, don't be a dickhead. What if there's a taser built into the, the, the seat? Huh? That seems dangerous because you know how well they take care of the Oops. things on airplanes. Dang, that part We'd all be sensitive. Like, oh, no. <laughs> It gives, gave me a heart attack. 
Okay. And when they do the uh, instructions at the beginning, they're like, okay, an airbag, you know, uh, mm -hmm. will fall from the sky. Uh, this is how you put a seatbelt on. And this is the button that I press if you get out of line, you know, because mm -hmm. you can press your button to call them. But now they have a button to silence you from pressing the button. <laughs> you hit the button and they... I'm not a rocket scientist, but I could probably do some airplane designs. If you want Boeing, I know you listen. Mm -hmm. All of Boeing pretty much listens on the shop room floor. Just hit me up. And uh, what are you putting on emails here, Kate? Yeah, I was getting them ready. Oh, okay. But I couldn't figure out how to get into them and then I was in the wrong one. It's the equivalent of being on stage and someone gets a long cane and pulls you off. You know, I was in the middle of a... No, you're you're still free to go. I'm oh. just well. I ran out of material about ten minutes ago, so <sighs> here just, we are. You've just been rambling, rambling rod. That was my favorite morning guy. What was rambling rod, Katie? Rambling rod is like I've we talked about it on the pod before. He's the morning time like, I guess you call him the MC of cart cartoons in the morning for kids. And so if you in the Pacific Northwest around 1980. Eight, eighty-nine, maybe around there, and probably I don't know for how long Ramblin' Rod was around. Probably. I wonder if he's still doing it. I would assume, based on his outfit and just overall persona, that he was there from the seventies. Oh, okay, so he may have retired. He wore like brown and orange. God. What a dream get for this show, eh? We get Ramblin' Rod on the air. It'd be awesome. Um, if you're Ramblin' Rod and your listening opinions don't matter, uh, feel free to send in a speak we... pipe. <laughs> yeah, please send in a speak pipe. I always wanted to be on Ramblin' Rod and, you know, like all kids do. Oh, how the turntables. It's like the Michael Scott where he shows himself on a, of his own version of Ramblin' Rod. Anyway, um, that's who Ramblin' Rod was. And, and I every morning, you know, it'd be like, morning, kids. And you'd watch the, your, it'd go into like, I don't even know what show, let's say like My Little Pony or Smurfs or something. And then it'd come back after commercial to him for a couple of minutes. And he'd be like, who's the lucky winner today? Please, you know, and they'd like get get up and spin a wheel and they get a prize or something. It was all, the kids were all excited. And there's like maybe, I don't know, 12 kids on the show. They sit in the little bleachers. and I would hey. love that. Oh yeah. And, and then kids bring him pins because he put pins on this little brown vest that Ooh, he had. He had some flair. He had some flair. How many pieces of flair did Rambling Rod oh, have was, to wear? It was covered. And I would assume every season or so he like changed you know, change them out. But kids would come up and he would let them put it on his thing. And he'd be like, thank you. It was really cute. And then I'm sure if you went home after you filmed with him, then you'd be like, oh, that's my pin. <laughs> See, it helps you yeah. to stay focused on the show. Well, retention, audience excited. retention is Get key, excited. folks. So yeah, I love. So Ramblin if you send Rod. in your pin to us, I will put it on at the end of the episode. <laughs> Sean, you have uh, to get a vest. Oh boy, a vest with pins, you say? Mm -hmm. Are you going to be like Ramblin' Rod? Maybe. Yeah. The funny thing I'm is, I'm already rambling, Sean. So I don't really you know. remember much about Ramblin' Rod. Like I don't know if he sang or if he did anything. I legitimately was he a hobo character? Was no. he a train conductor? Nope. Was he a just a regular dude? Wearing no gimmick, didn't have a cardigan. I don't think no. He had his vest. I know, but anything else? He just wore like a a t shirt with his vest. I got. Did you pull. see the getaway car? What, what did Ramblin' Rod look like? Oh, jeez, Louise, I don't know. How tall, Katie? Ramblin' Rod Anders. Okay, Ramblin' Rod. Already, I'm going to show you some names. images. Mm, oh, he was like a like a sh on the ship. Oh wow. Oh, I think he must have passed away. Oh, remembering Ramblin' Rod. Um, but the images here. I guess we won't be able to get him on the phone. But no. Oh, he was on a boat. He was that a, makes sense because you're on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. wow. Look at those. See yeah. his pins. 
Aye, aye, Captain. Godspeed, Ramblin' Rod. <laughs> but, like, oh, Popeye's Pier 12. Like, yeah, it was definitely very... Uh... Uh, he looks like a good time. Yeah. Oh, I guess he played... He, he... looks like the guy who runs Scientology. And you know, played... <laughs> with his, uh, all his medals and everything. And he played the guitar, but that's Ramblin' Rod. Hmm. What an era. You know, that, that era of TV people from the 70s, they just look a specific way. Oh, see, way. a smile winner. He was a smile winner. No, you... The kids. Oh, somebody, the kids were Somebody smiling. gets to be a smile. Katie, holy shit, is that you? <laughs> I'm going to put that yep. on the screen. That's Katie. <laughs> Those bangs. 100%. The, the bangs I cut myself. I'm just kidding. That's you not. have that dress still. <laughs> you you oh do like God. a little flair. But yeah, oh, there's lots of kids in the audience. Oh, yeah. Little bleachers. I, but I thought there was like not as many kids. But man, I wanted to be. Okay, so enough about that. Did you have a song? Ramblin' Rod is here to stay. They probably do. You have to watch one of the videos. I, it's so deep in my memory. And Don't un, look unused. away. Ramblin' Rod will be paddling away. Sean's not a very good songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible song. Okay, let's get into the letters. Let's get to the professional writer, shall we? <laughs> right. We didn't write very good jokes today. Okay. Says. Oh, it's entitled, I should say. The Adventures of OTDM Princess Am Amelie the Bold. Is it Emily or Amelie? I think it's Emily, em Emily right? Yeah. Emily the Bold. Hi, Katie, Sean, and the OTDM Galaxy. <laughs> Swedish staff writer and OTDM Princess Emily here. It's been a long month, and oh, the stories I have to tell. I'm really? excited. I'm officially an 18-year-old and a university student. Hey, this is great. Congratulations. My birthday was on the 2nd. And I spent it eating cookies and crying because my therapist chose that day to tell me she was leaving. <gasps> oh. oh, no. I have to admit, I cried like a five-year-old for about a week. But I'm okay. Or at least I know I'm going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. My university veterinarian, veterinary program is really small. We only have about 32 students in the program, and already I have been declared the wild child. You show up in a unicorn onesie with cotton candy in one hand and a monster energy drink in the other at 8 a.m. And you're wild. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty wild. <laughs> that's pretty wild. You're ripped by 8.15. Hey, 8 a.m., that's an early class for uh, university. Cotton candy and Red Bull? Yeah. I mean, Susie Q likes her cotton candy, too. She buys it in those little bags. I mean, Red Bull is already cotton candy flavored, isn't it? Oh, monster energy drink monster did i say red bull i think I said you may monster. have said monster but yes i mean getting ripped on that caffeine and sugar baby but 8 a.m i remember okay i remember like vividly veronica and i my freshman roommate in college you as a student in high school think well i was getting to school because i had west singers in the morning so i would get jazzy up, gals jazzy gals i would get up and have to be at school at seven that's early it's very early and I would do that, and then I'd go play soccer after school. I had like a, I don't know how I did it. I'm exhausted just thinking about it. But I did that, and so then I went to college, and they're like, oh, classes start at eight, and I was like, I could totally do 8 a.m. speech class. Mm -mm, no problem. Uh, no, because my mom isn't there to be like, you gotta go to bed, or you need to be home by like nine on you know, school days. I almost said work days. Right, you had that puppy mindset. You're like, no, oh, do yeah, what I want. Yeah, so I'd stay up late. And then 8 a.m. would be like brutal. And Veronica and I would always wear our pajamas. And I, at the time, I hadn't had LASIK surgery yet, so I had to work, put contacts in, but I was too tired, so I just wear my glasses. Uh -huh. <laughs> You've seen my glasses. So um, 
anyway, I wear my glasses and we'd had these, you know, drink drinkable yogurt, like those little yogurt drink things. I don't even know. Uh, not gogurt, but they're like probiotic something, something. Yop. Yeah, but it's not that, but something like that. I don't even know what the brand was. We'd buy them at the grocery store, like, you know, six at a time or whatever. And so on those mornings, because we wouldn't get up to make it to the calf to get breakfast. Are you fucking kidding me? So we'd like roll out of bed put on our pajama pants and a sweatshirt and glasses both of us mm. glasses because we both had contacts and drink our our gogurts as we walked up the stairs to the the what are they was it called the c the cbc or something and that was where speech class was and we had to walk like 10 flights of stairs and i remember we'd take breaks i'd be like oh it's too early yeah, Pepperdine, while a beautiful campus, is also a sponsor of Stairmaster or a sponsor by Stairmaster. <laughs> Everybody, I remember I went home to Washington. Everybody's like, you know, talking about the freshman 15 or whatever. I was like, dudes, I am like accidentally in shape. It was really brutal making it up those stairs and it would take forever because it was just too early. And then never again did I sign up for 8 a.m. class. Problem solved. Yep. Even in grad school, I think I didn't, I don't think my classes started till like 10 a.m. or something. Hmm. But anyway. So I feel you, Emily, that 8 a.m. I would have been, I mean, I was wearing, I remember, and I kept those pajama pants forever. I had a pair of hot pink pajama pants with blue, was it teddy bears or unicorns or something stupid? I don't even know. I got them at CVS and they had a two for one, $14. I got a white pair with green frogs on them. I wore those things forever. Okay. So I would have been wild also. My classes and professors are great. I have mostly math and science classes, which I thrive in. And oh, cool. one English class, which is just fun. Also, side note, I think I joined a cult. <clears throat> or a secret society. Or just some weird group of students that meets in the basement of a cafe where we talk about all sorts of conspiracy theories, <laughs> metaphysical ideas, literature, and what our place in the universe is. That sounds like a fun group. Yeah, I would join. philosophers. Yeah, I would join. Uh, a... They're also gone by different names in the past, though. The people who usually are hanging out in some area of the university that's kind of like uh, bricked up, you know, like uh, oh yeah, like a... the students have found it and taken it over. Mm -hmm. There's always like an abandoned building. That yeah, bricked like, up. Yeah, or like a closed basement mm -hmm. section, but you've you've claimed it as the students, and no one really knows because no one cares. Yeah, the janitor's like, that's weird. It smells like marijuana down here. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know hippies the beatniks the you know whatever but uh definitely i think it's good that universities have these little groups you know well i think that's a fun thing about university is like you it's a fun place to figure out who you are yeah and everything around you is just encouraging that behavior so even though it's funny because at school I, I remember people who were working like my friends who went straight into the workforce and I, I was like, oh, you're so lucky. Like, you don't have like homework following you and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, no, you're lucky because you have like no real responsibilities. And I was like, yeah, I do have to get good grades. And they're like, no, you don't. Like, it's not the same. You're not going to get fired. Right. <laughs> um, I was like, we could fail out, but you know, I get what their, their point is. But um, yeah, it's such a fun time. And I was part of a cult, you know, as part of a sorority. I consider that a cult a little bit. Really? How well, did you escape? A, did the, you just graduate and never call them again? Uh, no, but the t I think the technical term, I, if I remember correctly, I took uh, social deviance as a course my senior year of undergrad, and I love that class. Dr. Perrin was awesome. And cult, the term cult is often used incorrectly, where it just really means like a small group of people who believe a certain way uh, you know, about something. So it can be really applied. So there's much, good cults. Yeah, it's 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 a there's a much broader oh, application. Thank God. I was a little yeah. nervous about those people I've been hanging out with. Oh my god. 
you and Emily. Okay. So there was an envelope with an ad- address and password and everything. And I'm not sure if they scare me or fascinate me. I'm going back just because I must know more. Oh, for sure. But you know what? You should take that gang over as soon as you can. You got to seize you gotta power. You got to be the leader. Yeah. Seize power. How would, how would one do that? Oh, once you get in and you know everyone, then you send the other people an envelope with instructions for the new <laughs> meeting and password. you leave out the other person who is your, you know, your competitor, the other leader. You what don't if, what invite them. What if you them. just enjoy the group? Why, does, da, 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 da. why do you need to be the leader? Because you got to seize power. Remember what Creed said? You make more money as a leader, but you have much more fun as a follower. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> maybe for the first couple of years you enjoy it. And then maybe there's a peaceful transition mm-hmm. of power, you know, something. Possible. Okay. No bloodshed though. You know, if, if they want to fight, Christ. then you, you leave. Jesus Christ. Sean lives in a very strange world. Not one that I know anything about. <laughs> I just joke around on this show. I don't I, really believe this. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> okay. On the downside. Oh, no. On the downside, I got hit by a car as I was riding my bike home on the first day of orientation. Oh, shit. My university also happens to be the closest hospital. Oh, God, so I biked 30 minutes towards home, only be driven back to the school in an ambulance. Oh, that's a terrible story. Talk about adding salt to the wound and a waste of a bike ride. Damn straight. I have a broken tibia. Ooh, her leg. You're a tough, tough lady to ride. Is your tibia the front bone on your shin? It is, isn't it? Isn't it your fibia that's on the back? Oh, I don't know. Aren't they side by side? Or what's in our arm? That's not tibia and fibia. That's a... Yeah. Translateral and meta, metatarsal. No, that's metatarsal. Anyway. Um, the arm bones connected to So the... she has a broken tibia and a bright neon pink cast because I am a, quote, wild child. <laughs> to add more salt to the wound, when I finally got home, my apartment had been broken. It. What? This is the worst day of all days. Here's what I'm going to need you to do. You're going to go to that do. cult and you're going to start up a posse. You're going to maybe pick up some voodoo skills. You need to just burn kind of some steer. sage is really what I think you need to do. Oh, yeah. A smudge some, stick would We got some work. bad juju going on. Yeah. Get that Scooby-Doo gang and uh, solve this mystery. Also, Who? let it be known across the land that you take no shit. Someone's going to pay. <laughs> <laughs> all bad advice. It's all bad advice. Yeah. It's totally bad advice. Um, this is horrible, but I hope you reported it to the police. So the apartment had been broken into and my TV and coffee maker. What a fucking asshole. Those are like two of the most important things. Coffee maker and TV were stolen with some other in- inconsequential stuff. But who steals a coffee maker? Only a true monster. <laughs> this is probably the point in the email where I need to say, Sweden is actually really safe. Like really, really safe. I just had some bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, it's been an eventful month. Yeah, you can say that again. What if you were hit by a car and as they're driveway and you were like lying there, you look in the back window. Why are they driving away? Shouldn't they stop and call the ambulance? Well, who knows? She didn't say they, they stopped. Say. If the car's driveway and you're lying there in the puddle of salty water, because you're getting salt in the wound, you know, <laughs> and you see a, a car driveway in the back window is a TV and it looks sort of like your TV. And then you see your fucking coffee maker like, in the back window. Of bitches. <laughs> Those sons of bitches. Overall, it's been an eventful month. I hope your month has been less eventful than mine and that you guys are staying safe and happy. And in Swedish, Medvenliga Halsningar. I'll kill the guy who stole my coffee maker. Uh, sincerely, Emily, OGDM princess. Oh. Wow, what an eventful month, legitimately. Super, super eventful month. Thanks for writing in. I yeah. hope you're feeling better. I hope your uh, cast comes off soon. Cast? 
I never got to have a cast as a kid. I, didn't, I had never broken a bone, I'm a knock on wood, but I always wanted one because you want people to sign it and stuff. Some of my friends would like draw on them. But the thing that was really gross, and your sister, we were talking with your sister about this the other day, is how gross it is when you get them off. I remember my cousin Amanda, she broke. Yeah, that like, doesn't think, look like a. I think it was her right, maybe it was her left arm. Either way, it was, it was like her forearm or whatever. And she had to have the, you know, the cast that goes up and around your thumb. And then they went to take that cast off and it hadn't set right. And they had to like break it again and reset it or something. Or she had to have surgery to correct something. She, if she's watching this, Amanda, let us know. I forget. Is this what it why is. she is now a specialist in that area? Because she's know. so fascinated by it that no, she went on to grow up to do this. I don't think so. I don't think she's a. What a coincidence! Then what a coinkiting. It is a coincidence, but it mainly because she went to try out all these other trial runs as a physician's assistant at like a pediatrician's office and and she really likes surgery but the pediatrician's office she's like if i have to pull one more marble or raisin out of a kid's schnoz or rooney I'm, I'm i'm over it she was over it that was never gonna happen like and i was that way too as a therapist yeah. i was like if i have to deal with one more parent pretending they're doing everything right when i know they're not i'm gonna lose my shit um so any who's um when she finally got that second cast off which her second cast was not the fun one with like the color on it it was like a plaster cast old school baby it's because she had the surgery and it wasn't like it couldn't i don't know it was a totally different kind of cast she first of all her arm was super skinny and weird yeah it comes out looking like great gam gam's arm <laughs> and her like, skin was all weird and like strange, for right? a while and like really white like yeah, it was like super pale like, like golem's arm you know <laughs> you're like hey get that thing away from me yeah it's like that little <laughs> there's this lady i follow on tiktok that has a farm and one of the chickens will never get off of the eggs and she needs to get the eggs and she's like uh what does she call her she doesn't call her karen she calls her something else but she's like get off the fucking eggs and she has this little skeleton arm from a halloween decoration <laughs> that she pokes her with because she tries to peck at her that's like amanda's white arm <laughs> skeleton arm um <laughs> anyways yeah and um what, where was i going with that just cast casts they stink they st your oh, arm looks your sister mm -hmm. so so my cousin had that experience and we teased her forever about the pale craziness of that arm but your sister broke her ankle <laughs> i know people think socialized medicine is amazing however i have a lot of friends and family and my sister-in-law shared a funny story about this about how horrible it is well first of all i was mortified that i didn't remember this happened to her and as she was recounting yeah, like, the you story didn't. and she's like yes and she's did. like i told you all about it and you were really sympathetic i was like god damn it i was faking sympathy or like no, I you just, just blocked it out i just maybe? didn't remember the story at all and i felt bad was like, it a stressful time in your life no 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 it's just like i don't know why i don't remember that's what I was saying. Maybe it's a stressful time. That sometimes you don't have memories of those times as well. Anyways, Kim, I'm sorry. I owe you an apology for that one. He has to make a retraction. I should remember, you know. In event, like she hasn't, I don't think she's broken anything else, she said. Oh, yeah. She falls down all the I time. I know, but she doesn't break anything. Like she no. whacked her head into that stair and she had her little, yeah. but she put her tumor on. She got black eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It was real rough. Had <laughs> a rough go. Wintertime in Quebec is a little it's, dicey. It's a little icy. Dicey yeah. and icy. But anyway, she rolled her ankle stepping off a stair or something she shouldn't kim stop walking on stairs <laughs> just kidding she's gonna want to punch me god i miss them so much we haven't seen them in so long but so she stepped off something and rolled her ankle and yeah. broke it she was pretty sure and she went to the doctor and the doctor didn't even take an x-ray and he's like no you didn't break it he was like one of these know-it-all doctors he doesn't ask the questions yeah and you hear I've these stories the questions yeah but you hear these stories often where they they don't take enough time well they're egotistical I know and better. I just know better. 
and uh, sorry, I interrupted, but no, it made fine. me angry the second time around. My sister told me the story. The first yeah. time, I don't remember if I was angry or not, but <laughs> I was like, he did what? She's like, oh, yeah, he was pushy. He was like, no, no, this isn't what it is. And, and she's like, well, you need to check it out because I'm, I'm pretty sure I heard it crack. And he's like, you're not remembering. Fine. He like, and then he. Well, no, then she went back. And so she went home and then it started swelling and turning black. And she was like, so that's went, a bad sign. By then the way. she went back in and she was like, look, and it was a different doctor, wasn't it? Dr. So-and-so. Dr. So-and-so. And Dr. So-and-so was like, oh my God, this looks terrible. And they took an x-ray and they're like, yeah, this is really broken. And then <laughs> they put her in a cast, like they reset the bone. <laughs> and then they put her in a cast, but they didn't put it like, like we're talking about my cousin's like weird cast and like then the regular like pink no, or purple cast. No, it was cast. the same doctor. It was oh, the was same it? guy. She went back and that guy fixed her or set her ankle because she was back complaining. But because her ankle had swollen so much since she'd been in hours earlier because he's like, oh, walk it off or whatever. It was like, it was days. Cause remember she had, she was like, I had to go to this concert where we had to walk in and I made my friend carry me. Cause yeah. I was like, my, I rolled my ankle. <laughs> so anyways, they put the cast on. She goes to get the cast removed months later. And yes, cause it was a seven week total. The doctor looks at her and says, um, what's with the cast? She's like, what do you mean? And they'd given her this giant, like it was the worst cast she ever. She said the heel was like way too big, like there was extra material. And it just so happens, I was on Instagram, like, I don't know. And she walked, you know, like, like a week later, she said it was so heavy. But like, I was on Instagram like a week later and it said me when I get a cast and it showed I'm like, as if it was a high heel. I sent it to her, I was like, is this your cast? It looked like a snowboard boot, <laughs> but thicker, you know? Yeah, it was not pretty like a high heel, it was like, like as if it was just way more cast than she needed. So then, then this they guy saw that off. Is gonna saw it off, it. and he looks. The guy who saws it off, he looks. At it, he goes, "Oh my god!" And she's like, <laughs> "What does that mean?" Well, just first of all, the cat. Who did this? She's like the the head of orthopedics. Uh, yeah. At for, the, the guy's like, "Oh yeah," he you know rolls his eyes. Oh that guy. You're like, yeah. "What?" So there's a reputation that this idiot is. Practicing and how is he medicine. still practicing medicine? Right. It's like Doctor Death. Like, it didn't heal so well. This yeah, is, they had to fix it. Saw her out of that big ass cast. So out came the hammer. You know. Usually, no, but they had to uh, reset her foot. Yes, they had to reset the bone. Reset then, is not a good word, by the way, in medicine. No. All right. And then recast it. Adjust, maybe. And then your dad teased her about how gross her foot looked after being in that cast for seven weeks. And he put it in the toilet. He's like, you gotta wash this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Okay. Yeah, oh, Kim. That was, I mean, we don't mean to laugh at your pain. All, all is well now, you guys. This was years ago. It is healed. She is fine. But I would love if, Kim, if you have a picture of that cast. Send it in. The way she was describing, she's like, had this big lump on the heel and a bunch of extra on the toe, and it was just so incredibly heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I Madame Kielor. Picture her, like, dragging it Okay. Yeah. We have a message from Leah. Oh. Hi, Leah. It says, soapbox car race, or maybe not. I'm sorry, I laughed so hard I like got myself all <clears throat> frazzled. Hello, Katie. Hello, Leah. Hello, Sean. Hello, Leah. Hello, OTDM fam. I have an almost somewhat car accident story that I would like to share. I was maybe 13 years old. My sister was 11 when someone told us that the little town nearby was having an amateur soapbox car race and everyone was welcome to join. Awesome. Those look super cool. I know. I never got to participate <laughs> in one. Me neither. I don't know if we had them where I grew up or 
if I just didn't know about them? Or? I did work on the film oh, set yeah. for a Disney film with Frankie Muniz, mm -hmm. uh, where there was a soapbox race, and I forgot what the name of the film was, but. Was that we, when you were a Manny? Yeah, when I was a Manny, and uh, we were up at Griffith Observatory mm -hmm. up there, you know how the, uh, the yeah the windy the windy streets and it was super steep yeah but it was cool. it was a soapbox race Ooh. through the mountains of you know those the the, yeah, the Santa Monica Hills there that's so pretty mm -hmm. we were so excited and decided we wanted to build our own car and participate we took out some pens and paper and drew the craziest nice. coolest soapbox cars the sketches were amazing but we had to build it ourselves which was exactly the problem no wood access, no tools, wheels, or knowledge on how to build anything. Mm -hmm. So our no tools idea was to take a moving board, the wooden squares with the wheels underneath it. Yeah, it's like the things that you roll under a car on. Yeah, or uh, a, mover's, pallet. a mover's pallet, you know? Yeah. Okay. And place a moving box on top. Yeah. Sit in it, go. Hey, I dig it. That's a great idea. Instead of just, you know, thinking, oh, it's... It's got to be perfect before we do it. What you did was said. How would said, you stop though? You need to have like a stick with like like fabric on the end. Well, it sounds like the moving box. You could just if it's not really fastened, you could just lean over and that just would let probably the stop. pallet go. Yeah, let the pallet go, and you'd probably slide. Protected by cardboard, might I add, which I think is a fantastic design idea, Leah. I think you'd have to break together. Like if we you and I were in that box, you'd have to be on the the right or the left, and I'd be on the other, and I'd be like three, two, one, break, and I'd have to go slow. Mm -hmm. Cause our, mm -hmm. our, I would use. Soapbox race. Soapbox racers. No, but I would use my grandma's, like the, the old stick she hits the laundry with. I'd use something like that, like a old broomstick. Cool. And wrap a towel on the end and tape it so it would have a little like, you know. Well, let's find out. Did Leah have breaks? Let's see. We lived on a little hill, so we took uh, both to the top to try to write it down. It didn't work. Uh-oh. The board wasn't really moving. There was no way to steer. Oh, I didn't think about the steering. And we tipped over with the box. After some thinking, we improved our idea and put our inline skates on, cut the floor out of the box, <laughs> and just stood in it and held it up at waist level. We tried it without the box first, synchronized skating, then my sister standing behind me holding onto my waist. It was perfect. We tried it with the box around us on a flat street, still perfect. Then it was time to put it into the downhill test. Of course, we didn't wear anything to protect ourselves. Why would we? We start, the start was easy. We started rolling down the hill, the hill, oh, sorry. The start was easy. We started rolling downhill the street, breaking a little so that we wouldn't be too fast. But we got confident very quickly and just stopped breaking. We were so fast, it was awesome. We almost made it to the bottom of the hill. There was a little bit of a turn in the road with some houses on either side, so you can't see if someone is coming or um, or if something is coming your way. We take the turn, and in front of us, out of nowhere, is a parked car. Goddamn parked car. We didn't crash into the car. We managed to get around it by a hair, but the sudden change of direction stuck in the cardboard... Oh, but the sudden change of direction stuck in a cardboard box wasn't going to end well. Our legs got tangled. We crashed, fell on top of each other, and the box broke, and we just slid across the pavement. <gasps> Road rash. Yeah. We had some street rash on our hands and knees, and I broke my pinky finger. <gasps> but other than that, we were fine. We told our parents that we just crashed into each other so that they still have no idea what really happened. <laughs> By the way, it turned out that the soapbox car race was mostly middle-aged men. <laughs> 
Well, you guys would have won then. That usually have an office job pushing their partner or friend in wheelbarrow through a pylon parkour. Right. Um, and the price for the winner was beer. I would love that now. But at that age, we would have been very disappointed. <laughs> in our heads, we saw this amazing event, all this effort for, for what? Beer. Well, ripped jeans and a cool cast. The pinky cast. <laughs> have a great week. Your ambassador of joy, Leah. Uh, good story, Leah. That's a great story. And I love how creative they were. Yeah. That that uh, that time in your childhood is always mm -hmm. really cool. You, there's there's neat memories, or at least I have a couple from that. Yeah, I era. feel like it's like age eight to like thirteen. Oh yeah, for me it was earlier than that, but I think because I grew up in a, a house that car racing was pretty or the oh, automobile. I just meant like where you're you're doing things like that, like oh, yeah. out on your own. Your parents aren't like watching. Yeah, she said she was maybe thirteen years old, and her sister was eleven. It's that fun sweet spot before you have, or for in the states at sixteen you get your license, and things. It just life becomes a little bit more serious as you get a little older, but that sweet spot where you don't really have that much to do, right? But you have all the ideas in the world. Yeah, it's a magical you're gonna, time. You're gonna execute on some of them. It's good. Yeah, Nick and I used to play this. It's not even really a game. But play this game called "How High Can We Climb?" Oh, and we would climb first. We started with like things in the house, and then it was outside of the house, and then it was trees, then it was the house of our own house, and then you'd have to jump off, obviously, and I would get to the point where I felt too high to jump off. And so I'd make Nick get something for me to land on. And one time he was like, well, I don't know what to get you. He was bringing like leaves and stuff. I was like, that's not good. I need a blanket. And he was like, ah, and I was like, that's not good. Give me that stump. So I jumped onto another stump. It was okay. <laughs> Yet I have not broken any bones. Might not have been the brightest kid, but didn't break any bones. Have you seen the latest thing to be banned on the internet? Or I don't what? know if it's banned, but I think it's on the verge of being banned. What? Well, by TikTok, no less. Oh, those crates. The milk crate challenge. Well, because people are like really hurting themselves. And I haven't we seen have... anyone get really hurt, but oh. I'm sure. Uh, you so haven't seen just somebody a, get really just hurt? Just a, a moment until someone snaps their neck and dies. Because this is, if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, I'll put up a still frame here. I don't know if I could put up. Oh, no, I think I could put up a full video. Maybe. It's really disturbing. and. Yeah. I also find it, you know, you can see why people would watch it because it is a little bit of a challenge and they just keep building up. Well, and they get to the top and crates don't, they're not very stable. Describe really. what it is for the people so, at home. So for those of you just listening, the you stack up like a staircase of milk crates, which are those plastic, if you don't know what a milk crate is, it's like those plastic bins that you can get, even at Office Depot, you can get them for like organization. And they stack on top of one another. If you've ever worked in a restaurant, all of your stuff usually arrives in crates like these. Plastic crates, and they're, they're like one by one squares. Yeah, say they're like a foot each way. So uh, anyway, and you stack, so there, you start with just one box in front of you on the floor turned upside down so you could step on top of it, which I've done a zillion times in a freezer or a fridge where I used to work to get to the top shelf. And even the single milk crate can be dicey. So I stood wobbly. on it a couple of times in a restaurant, specifically in the cooler yep. area, getting yep. like a tub yep. of salsa or something. Yep. And you, you lean a little far and the floor may be a little and slippery. And it can slip out. Or, you know, yeah, you put your weight on it wrong or the center put, of it sags a little. I remember the uh, my manager saying that you should never have your f shoe if it fits like you need to put it in between the like little lip yeah. of, the, of the crate. Otherwise you're like doomed for failure. Right. So anyway, so it starts out like that. Then you have two stacked up on top of one another. Then in you have three, it, then three, four, five. And I think they get up to six and then it goes five, four, three. So you're supposed to go up and then down. But 
I think that they're getting the the challenge is getting taller and taller, right? Of course. So you oh you made it over one block. Can you do get over three? One and then two and then uh, six. You know the, mm -hmm. the three, two, and the one. Yeah. So they keep building it up. Oh my goodness. But it would they get up at least the ones I watched. They would get up to that top one, the tallest one, and then it'd be like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and the whole thing is like kind of wiggling and shaking. The best is drunk people at a barbecue. Oh no. So. Oh no. I know you better have sound. an ambulance standing by because some people you see them they'll, they go off like they're there was a big like it was a big dude and he was probably in his 20s or 30s i can really tell fell off a of one straight onto like his shoulder and he had to go oh. to the hospital and i was like Ugh. so the reason that they're banning it is first of all it's dangerous but second yeah. of all because of the pandemic hospitals like don't have time for this bullshit. like keep your nonsense to yourself now is not the time to get injured. If you're gonna do the milk crate challenge, wear your fucking mask, all right? That's all I'm asking. All these people standing around in the park were not wearing a mask. And That's not what I'm saying at all. Oh. You need to, Sorry. I mean, for starters, wear a helmet, but also for starters, don't fucking do it. This is stupid. Right. So anyway, but because of COVID, a lot of hospitals are like, please stop. Yeah, it's a little We can't take silly. all these falling accidents. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I was guilty of looking at them a little bit. I watched. I didn't one, know what it was. I was like, "What?" Is I watched this? one, and then I, I just felt bad watching. I was like, "Oh!" When they hit, I was like, "Oh I've, no!" I've got a confession. Uh -huh. I've been training in the garage. No, you haven't. We're gonna build a milk crate. Uh, we don't even have any milk crates. We have like the owl box, which we need to put up, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. our weather vane, which we also need to put up. Yeah. Okay. No okay. more silliness. Anyways, okay. that just popped up. I thought it was very interesting, and I I can see why you'd want to. But why would you ban it? Why wouldn't you just put out more material saying this is, you know? I mean, because did they ever ban silly. like the Tide Pod challenge, which I thought was stupid? I thought it was delicious. <laughs> Kids, don't listen to Sean. He's not a good influence. Okay. We have a letter from Sue. I feel like I haven't heard from Sue in so long. Sue's been busy. She's saving the world. She is super busy yeah so this is subject line reads accidentally cheering me and my made up oh accidentally cheering me and my made up i read oh, that word okay. sorry i read it weird it says hello sue the science wanker here hi sue i really hope you both are looking after yourselves sorry i haven't written for a while thanks to brain fog and dissociation my brain has not been up to it i wondered i wondered how you're doing but here's a quick story of something that happened to me a couple of weeks ago okay I had recently finished a tough group therapy session and was a little dissociated. For those of you out there who don't know what dissociation is, it's essentially when our system gets like just too overwhelmed by what's happening that we don't have, it's like what's happening is greater than our ability to cope. And so our brain is like, this is gonna be too damaging to us emotionally. I'm gonna pull the ripcord. And it's like, Wah! and then it pulls us either out of self or environment or possibly both. And it's kind of like when you feel really spaced out or like you're in a dream, okay? So she's a little dissociated, but I had a friend in hospital that, want, that um, wanted to call. So I pulled myself together as much as I could while taking a shower. My friend called and I answered, but vaguely noticed that there was something unusual going on with my phone. It was then that I realized that my friend had me on FaceTime while I was completely naked. <laughs> oh shit. Hello. FaceTime's too dangerous because like I'll talk to even my mom. I mean, it's my mom doesn't matter, but I'll like go in the bathroom and be like, I'm just going to pee while I'm talking to you. Okay. And then I'm talking and I'm like, cause you know, you're just on the phone. Oh, look, I found a quarter. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. At this point I screamed <laughs> and dropped the phone. My friend never FaceTimes because of anxiety, but she had decided to give it a go. 
that'll teach her you know good for her uh we were both laughing at what happened while i hid my naughty bits behind a big cushion once I was suitably covered, I picked up the phone again. At that point, my husband walked out of the shower and appeared in the back of the shower. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Since I was sitting and him standing, all my friends saw was his cock and balls over my right shoulder. <laughs> what a peep show. <laughs> that, that is an epic story. The whole event had cheered us both up when we needed it. My husband was less amused, but seems to have recovered. It's a good t-shirt right there. <laughs> try, try and be kind to everyone, Sue. Oh my God. That kills me. That is so funny. I almost just can't even. Yeah. I'm, it's a lot in succession. Boom, boom, boom. Well, that's one way of getting over social anxiety. <laughs> FaceTime a friend. <laughs> see her naked, then see her husband naked. Tough love. Just, <laughs> that's it. I mean, if you can't laugh, sometimes you just need a good laugh. Oh God. You know? Yep. Whew. Good stuff. Good to hear from you, Sue. Please take care of yourself. And as always. Yeah. Hey, uh, if anything's working with the brain fog, let us know. Um, mm -hmm. I'm curious. I know everyone, you're a very smart lady, uh, as we've come to find oh. out. Yes. Sorry. Sue is a very smart lady. But speaking of brain fog, I'm glad you brought that up. Because my friend Mindy McKnight, who, if you don't know who she is, she's just another content creator such as Sean and I. And her husband's name is Sean, which is awesome. And they work together. And we befriended them over the years. And they, so she and her family got COVID, I think, back like last November or December or something. Okay. Made it through a majority of the COVID chaos and then got it, and she has never recovered. Like her brain fog has gotten so bad that she like can't remember words. She spaces out during business meetings and like can't participate, and it's really been difficult for them to say the least. And she hadn't really talked a ton about yeah, this especially online. at the level that they perform. I mean, yeah, they they're parents of yeah six uh, kids, but a two are graduating age. You know, like from yeah. I, I don't know how old the youngest is, like yeah, eight Dax's. years old five years old something like this i think probably like eight no he's like and then the the oldest those kids paisley's are, the littlest actually and she's 10 okay nine, and then they've got the, yeah. the oldest ones have graduated from university yep. so they've gone through they're busy right yeah and on top of that they're running a business Total. and she i'm i mean nobody would say that they're slouch like they work so hard in so many yeah. hours so it was really impairing her ability to function in her life and she would like just forget things all the time and as someone who like runs all this stuff it was just really detrimental and she went to this place in dallas because they live up in the dallas fort worth area they went to this place in dallas called cognitive fix and they for i want to say three or four days full days she did these like brain activities meant to challenge your ability to like multitask and do th different things like one of them was she had to answer questions so they'd ask her a question she had to answer the question and then hit the the color based on the number it was like a two things at once so it was like you're answering a question and then you have to know that the next number is four because the last time you hit three but you have to remember that and then hit it and she has like a certain amount of time to do all these things and then she had this other thing where she had to like uh tap so she was looking at this wall of buttons and they would light up and she'd have to tap them while also keeping rhythm with her foot and answering a question it was just crazy it was all these like multitasking brain things and i was watching it thinking i could never do that even in my best days but she said you get better and better with practice and it essentially not cured her but she doesn't feel that way anymore 
So I don't know, Sue, if there's something in your area or if Cognitive Fix offers like an online thing. I don't know. I don't know how expensive it is. I don't know if it is expensive. I don't know. I, I just saw that and she was so thrilled because she felt like herself again. And I said, I put it out there. Yeah, I think we're going to start seeing a lot of solutions to mm -hmm. a problem that came on really quickly. Yeah, because that brain fog has been brutal for a lot sounds of people. Sounds awful. And it also sounds like some people who receive uh, some of the treatments uh, mm -hmm. that are out there from the larger pharmaceutical companies. Mm -hmm. Some of those seem to be working for brain fog, although I don't know how, you know, well, yeah, any data saying, on that, but it sounds it, like. Was it like anti, an antidepressant and something else? I yeah, forget I think what it was. It was like a combo. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't remember what name it is, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you can probably know. look it up. Yeah, we're not doctors. So. Um, <laughs> stummies. No, but it, the uh, the drug is <laughs> it's supposed It's a to, drug. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drug that gives your, girl, your ex-girlfriend worms. But uh, could it be applied to, you're not listening. It's a drug. You guys, it's brain candy. Is that what it's called? Brain yeah. candy? It's a Kids in the, kids hall. In the hall skit. Well, film. A movie, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but there's a, some sort of antidepressant that crossed the blood blood brain barrier. The BBB. The BBB. 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 Hey, BBB. And so that's kind of important for reducing some of the inflammation, apparently. I don't know. Talk to a doctor. See yep. a neurologist. But. But I think there's going to be more answers. But I thought that was cool that hers was just like activities. And I would assume that's like neural pathways or whipping your brain to shape. Get yeah. those neurons firing. Well, it made me want to do the cognitive fix just because I feel like I have brain fog anyway and I haven't had COVID. When you're a kid and you play games like Memory. Mm. Uh, now yeah. I play that game, which cabinet is it in? Sean. Hmm. <laughs> he doesn't do it very well. Hmm. But is this the morning, here? because hmm. I'm distracted because of the dog and all the things going on, and I just feel very overwhelmed. I'm just always in this sense of overwhelm. I've had some ridiculous things happen recently. So in the last two days, so yesterday morning when I got up, I, you guys, I wake up hungry. So your, Ravenous. your girl, she gets up, I brush my teeth, wash my face, all my stuff, and then I go out, make breakfast, and then I have my coffee. And I'd had breakfast and I'd wash all the dishes up and I was pouring cold brew and it, I almost, almost poured cold brew into my water. Like I had an ice cup, like there was a water cup that I'd already drank part of. And then there was a cup full of ice that was clearly for the coffee. And I was, no one was talking to me. I wasn't like multitasking. And I was like, huh? oh no, like I haven't, I don't drink on the weekdays. So I, it's not like I've been drinking. What? is wrong with me and then just today i went out to take doodlebug out to go pod and she was like taking forever and then i ran in to get a poop bag and i left my shoes on the the deck for some reason and then i was like inside like looking for my shoes actually your shoes because i borrow your flip-flops a lot because it's easy with my socks i can slide my feet right in anyway i was like where are the shoes where are the shoes and then they were out on the deck like what did i just like drop them as i was walking like when did that happen you guys, I'm losing my mind. Does anybody else feel that way? I think it's just the compounding stress of this year and half and blah. Hey, good time to get a puppy. Hey, she's beautiful and fun. Okay, ready? Yes. Next letter. This is from our, our friend Tina, or Christina, sorry. I said Tina, but it's Christina, and it is entitled Daredevil Stories, Ooh. Pets, and More. Lay it on us. I'm excited. Hi, Katie and Sean. I am now on to episode 58 ah. of OTDM. I've been making my way through your podcast from start to present day. And I wrote last week when I was on episode 45 or so. I remember. And I've learned that there's another person listening in Norway. Hi, Julia. Or is it Julie? 
insert emoji where we think a lot we're not sure I am an American living in the southwest coast of Norway, and I was so happy to hear that we have a Norwegian ambassador. I realize that I'm quite a few episodes behind in listening, but I'm usually always early, so I suppose this is my way of living vicariously by being late and writing into this podcast. (laughs) In the past few episodes I've been listening to, Katie, you asked for daredevil stories. I did ask for daredevils. Remember when you jumped on your your bike and press a girl and you hurt yourself for that? (laughs) I wasn't much of a daredevil when I was growing up, but I had a bunk bed when I was younger. Oh my God, my brother got a bunk bed and I there's nothing better than a bunk bed when you're a kid. Bunk beds are a, a sign that you've really made it when you're a child. You're like, oh, my parents respect me. I've got a bunk bed. Well, it's just fun because then you can have friends come over. Also, you can turn the lower part into a cave mm. or put a, I was put such a nerd. I, wanted, the top, I yeah. wanted a desk under there. I was like, I'm going to get it desk underneath there and i'll have my oh, little office welcome to college that's like college people right. bunk the beds yeah, i did college in elementary school so i didn't need to go with so much <laughs> i already did my learnings I already got i already learned my i read it? a lot of hardy boys books i'll what tell you that it? much what is it that he says on trailer park boys ricky you get my learning real good my yeah. learning I don't, yeah my book learning like book learning i didn't get my book learning i don't even know how he as a person who doesn't speak like that in his real life speaks like that <laughs> my book learning okay I was only acting. Acting. That, that guy's from uh, England. He went to. Um, no. Uh, yeah, he's a uh, professionally trained actor. No lies. I can tell by your face that you want to smile because you're telling a lie. As I know you too well. <laughs> okay. I wasn't much of a daredevil when I was growing up, but I had a bunk bed when I was younger, and I like to stand on the bottom bunk and perch on the top bunk just for fun. Perch on the top. Bunk. Perch, like on the very edge like a bird <laughs> my mom always said to not jump down from the top bunk i know my mom used to yeah, get yeah. mad too and she'd hear it go boom but she'd be like stop doing that oh man if i did that now oh my god my knees would be like hey my little back would blow would be like, up whoosh, whoosh. yeah my knee one knee would shoot oh. across the room the other one would go through the window then get in trouble for a broken window oh my god know? sean's got down on the floor last night to play with the puppy the number of snap crackle and pops that came out of your body i was like because I'm used to his knees going like, bah, 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 bah. but then it was like more. It was like, and I was like, I looked over and he goes, well, that was embarrassing. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's like more worrisome. Yeah. I need to call the dog. Call the dog. <laughs> the dog looked at me and this, <laughs> we were like, oh man, we're getting a puppy. That's a lot of work. The dog looked at me and I could see in her eyes. She was like, oh my God, I got grandparents, not parents. She's like, I asked for the young people. Yeah. Where are the young Where's people? the young family? Or at this least guy a, can't even another chase dog me. that can play with me for Jesus, for, for the love of God. <laughs> okay. So anyways, her mom said to always to not jump down from the top bunk because yeah. your knees would explode. My That's like would. when 60 year old men have kids. Oh God. And nothing wrong if you do that, but you know, when no, you but go, it's gotta be like, when you take your 10 year old to the ball game and you know, you're, you're quite a bit older than the other parents. You know. Yeah. I mean, in general, though, I feel like the age has shifted, not like 60. Right. But even most of my friends aren't having kids until their late 30s, early 40s. So and granted, like 90 is the new 70. Back in the yeah. day, 70 year olds used to look really old. Now yeah. you're like a 70 year old. They they look like they're in their 50s. It's strange. But I think from what we've learned scientifically, how people are living, I think people are, you know, being more fit yeah. just in general. Well, even our handyman, John was saying his dad is 80 and he still does handyman work and stuff because right. he likes to keep busy. Yeah. Although his wife now has a real rule because he's 80 that he can't get on ladders anymore. Hey. And I think that's fair. But my papa was active, honestly, up until, so he passed away on his 86th birthday and he was probably, 
up until 84, like yeah. crazy active. Yeah. And then his COPD got the worst of him. There is a, a Noni. Is that what an Italian grandmother is? A, a Nona? Nona? I think it's Nona. Okay. Well, there's, maybe there's one of these ladies um, on TikTok that yeah. I saw the other day. Uh -huh. Have you seen her? I've well, I'm sure there's a bunch of them because it's a competitive space. You know, the, the subgenre of grandmothers on I, TikTok. There's a grandmother I follow who just She's makes like recipes. She's like a great, great, great grandmother. Mm -hmm. She's a hundred and something. Wow. Which, you know, uh, the way she's dressed, she's she's wearing the garb from the old country. You know, it's like mm -hmm. this long flowing black, uh, you know, it's it just like you can hardly tell. It's a form, you know, and she's got a scythe and she's swinging it and trimming. Uh, oh, yes, I she, have seen this lady. Yeah, she's like 102. And I don't she, know how old she is, yeah, but she, I've seen her. She put it down and she didn't stand back up. Like, that's her natural position to be hunched <laughs> over with the yeah, site. But, but I was like, 102, and she was swinging that thing and she oh, cleared and she the ridge. She was clearing like a whole bunch of grass. And, and I was like, somebody needs I, to get grandma. I thought it was a little rude of the, the, the grandson. He was like, hey, there's a little bit more. He pointed to the other patch, so she had to go work the other he side did of not. the yard. He did. Really? He didn't see the full film the full film you mean it's fucking tiktok no, like, was a minute or three minutes no it, that didn't happen but there was the old lady who she didn't live in a shoe but she did <laughs> have a scythe and she was 102. oh but a bump sean he's such a beatnik look at him rhyming <laughs> pretty proud of yourself i think <laughs> i didn't expect that to come out you know it worked hey sometimes huh. it just works wow quality. sometimes our brains just yeah i i could have written for friends or something i'm pretty sure 100 percent. you, you could have <laughs> so there's joey <laughs> And there's Timmy from Canada. Nope. Like, uh, Tim Hortons, you know. Bit. Oh, okay. Are we? Can we go back to this Call letter? Tim bits little stories inside of friends. If when the Canadian would come over, you know, just. Why does there have to be a, like a token Canadian? Makes the show funnier. Oh, give me an example. I don't know what episode are we on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just fucking. Ba -dum -bum. Okay. I needed a break. I need to stretch from the letters. <laughs> oh, gotta stretch. Okay. Yeah, we're having good letters today. I, we, I like. We it. always have good letters. Okay, so could not jump down from the top bunk. Yep. Mom said, no. One day when I was about nine, I stepped up onto the bottom bunk, which was, which was probably more than a foot off of the ground. And I perched on the top bunk. In defiance, I jumped down. Mm -hmm. Remember, my feet were on the bottom bunk and her butt is like up on the top bunk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're perched. So I jumped about a foot onto the ground. My mom had just put a rug next to the bed, and when I jumped, my feet oh, hit the rug in such a way that the rug slipped and I fell on my arm. I broke my arm, but luckily it was a clean break above the elbow on my left side. I'm right-handed, so whew. Still. I must have learned my lesson because ever since I've been terrified of heights, more specifically of falling. What a, what a crazy turn of events because you weren't even jumping that far. So what is a clean break? Is, is it's, it, it's when, when it's it just goes straight across. Yeah. Does it does it separate fully? Like, are the two pieces not no longer aligned, or is it just the there's a break going through the bone? I think I don't know, but I think it's when they're separated completely. Mm. It's just a clean break, so it's easier for it to heal. That's the one that makes me squeamish uh, when when it's poking out of the skin. No, I don't this like is that. not a poke out of the skin. This is like okay, gotcha. And, and it's then, still in body. It's still covered in your skin. What's the one where it it gets twisted a up? Radial and, fracture. Ra uh, yeah. That or a one. radial break or something, I think. Oof, that sounds bad, You don't too. want any of that. No. No. Because that's when it, like, splinters and, I don't know, it does, does some... bad things. Yeah. Yeah, does really bad things. Okay, so she has a bad break. And so she doesn't like the And it the sounds ball. like a... 
there's none, none of that she didn't say any of that she said it was a clean break <laughs> you're adding in sound effects and things that were not it's because she wrote the story so darn well that i was right there in the moment and you felt it but I, I felt like she wrapped it up a little too early i wanted to know a little bit more about like <laughs> how did pt go what did that mm. did you get a lot of signatures on your cast mm. did you even get a cast mm. maybe you just uh brushed it off you know yeah brushed it off just walk it off like like the doctor told your sister yeah. she was like um i think norway it, i'm pretty sure it's broke i didn't know this until more recently in life but norway is extremely wealthy mm-hmm. uh, i don't think everyone is obviously but as a social net because they don't have a lot of people i mean they have people and there's a lot of norwegians who would argue with me that you know well but, the population isn't as great as other nations yeah the really ratio of gross domestic product to mm-hmm. norwegians is such that and i think it's because of the energy industry like oil specifically i think that norwegians are on paper they're all paper rich so the social Mm. net services are are quite good yeah really i don't know anything about it wouldn't that be nice to be a medical tourist you go to different hospitals and try you know to rate them you're like yeah not (laughs) a secret uh, arm breaker you know i i go every new town i go to i take a slip every and town fall i go to <laughs> and make a new uh, lawsuit just turn around i'm no, gone you don't have to make a new lawsuit you just go to the doctor how about you just go get a physical oh well there's that part of the scam too but I, it's not a scam yeah you, this was a raiding thing wait where'd you get into slip and fall and scam you just well, completely you kill like, two birds with one we're, stone we're running together and then you're like Rrr. don't look a gift crime in the mouth you gotta just that's not a thing <laughs> can't take him anywhere no but uh, I'm curious about doctor ratings. Like, how is there an international uh, Yelp? No, but there doc- is health. Yelp rate. is a good name for our new startup that rates doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Yelp, check if that's available. Yelp. It's. I'll, I'll. I'll definitely spend some time checking for that. Okay, I'm moving on. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for checking. <laughs> I think I had the feeling you were going to move on with or without me on that one. With or without you, I'm moving on with or without you. <laughs> Okay, next. You've also asked for photos of pets. Yeah. I have attached one of my dog. She is a 12-year-old dwarf poodle between a teacup size and a miniature size. The photo of her keep is keep Oh, the photo is of her keeping me company during home office. I'm start I'm starting my PhD in February and so I've been on home office since. My dog didn't want to go lie down, so I brought a chair into my office space and placed a pillow on it for her. She made her debut a couple of months ago during a Zoom call for work when she wouldn't sit in her chair and perched up on the arm of my office chair with her nose on my shoulder. Oh, what a oh, beauty. Oh, look how cute. Looks so wise. Look look at that little paw. I'd probably yes. turn to that dog for some answers during your PhD. Be I like, know, right? Hello, wise dog. Please do share. Share What's with the PhD you? in? It doesn't say. Starting my PhD in February. Okay. Banger. It says, finally, question. I've noticed that you both mention Amazon a lot on your podcast. And I went to college in the States and I'm still friends with my roommate of two years. She was shocked when I said that we didn't have Amazon in Norway. What? No, they have a different service called Fjords. Fjords. When I was in college, I enjoyed using Amazon so much. But after undergrad was over, I returned to Norway and missed Amazon a lot. So what would you both do if you didn't have Amazon? Hmm. Good question. I mean, to be honest, in in COVID times, it's helped so much because we do Amazon Prime for shows. We do Amazon grocery delivery. We do... Well, I'd probably say that we'd hitch the horse up to the buggy and take it to town and get our supplies and martha supplies. and i would maybe see a a picture show who's or martha something. i'm gonna punch her 
Well, that's your name in the oh, in this in weird the old times. In the old time, my name name changes. Katie's not isn't sufficient. Is it sufficient? No, that's true. Um, I guess. I guess we'd order from other places. I definitely still wouldn't go. I wouldn't go into stores. Hell no. I don't enjoy shopping at all like that. I don't know. Does anybody else? I just don't. Even the thought of having to like get all the stuff that we needed for Roxy, like to go to each store and try to find all this shit, I would have lost my mind. I think that's like bringing my measuring tape and being like, is that big enough for her? Right, right. No. No. The Snoopy cartoons made it look so easy with the dog. You know, you just get the dog, get the dog house, the dog would sit on the dog. But there's just so much stuff. Like we had to get a crate and a bed. And then chew toys so you don't want to chew in your house up. And then like food and like a thing to keep the food in so it doesn't go bad and it doesn't stink your house up. And then like a scoop and then bowls for water and food. And stain remover for the carpet. Yeah. A lot of that. Going through Wee-wee a lot pads. of um, Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, her harness and leash, poop bags, poop scooper. There you have it, folks. There's your starter <laughs> kit. We can put it on our Amazon store and you can get your own. Get your own. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Yes. So I guess we would just order from somewhere else because I couldn't be bothered to go into stores. Hope all is well with you both. Greetings from Southwestern Norway, Christina. Hey, Christina. Thanks, Christina. Thanks for writing in. And, you know, just because there's one person person in Norway who's writing doesn't mean there, there can Ew, be two is this persons. A nurse, a nurseman? No. What an experience See. going to grad school in, or not grad school, but getting your, your doctorate your PhD, in, yeah. uh, in Norway. Are you doing it on? Uh, is it in Norwegian or is it in English? Wow amazing amazing what's your doctorate in it's in norwegian on i, I Norwegians. wish I've, i say this all the time Norwegians. but i wish i was like bi or trilingual because to speak spanish or to speak french would be super helpful in my life oh hey uh, here's something interesting we are just messing around oh, the yeah. videos on, on from your channel and what we did is we we we've had them translated into spanish just three videos with dubbing it's funny you guys it does a great job i have to be honest and i want feedback from people so i'll put a link into the video here did you we can create take a, a new uh a new playlist channel no it goes on to the main channel it has its own uh, playlist called on espanol and it doesn't notify people so it doesn't affect oh, okay. any it's it's Weird, uh because i was like yeah i don't want people coming for, for my regular content and being like no, but I asked Katie everyone for Spanish. For, uh, I do not. Yeah. I do enough to get around and to speak to people in my life that speak Spanish. But the robot that we used speaks Spanish. So you give it a transcript and the robot speaks. I am a robot. And I think it's pretty good. It, it lacks a little emotion. Yeah. Much like my dancing, <laughs> it lacks emotion. <laughs> <laughs> it's me as a robot. <laughs> Speaking of robots, the mm. Tesla robot. Oh. Mm. Has anyone seen the Tesla robot? Looks creepy. It's By like a, a round night. of applause. How excited is everyone for Tesla's robot? All right, then we'll move on. <laughs> I had a yawn anyway. It was perfect timing. You know, people are going to make their robots fight. That'll be like one of the first things people do. I would never. It's funny though. Uh, was it Marquez Brown Lee that was talking about how he would have people, or he would have it do all the random tasks you don't want to do? And I was like, one hundred percent, like. I didn't think of it that way. And when he said that, I was like, that makes sense. I'd have it like wash the car and go get the mail and, you know, cut the grass, take the dog out to go pee. You know, like the that. lawn, uh, the lawnmower, you know, the, the robot is going to make new robots itself. It's so like that, multiplicity. Yeah. So the, the other that? robot will do. You should the watch that movie again. I haven't seen it in years and it's so good. Yeah. So good. Calvin How much time Hobbs are we doing? That too. Should we have time for more? 
Oh yeah, we're at one hour and 32 minutes. Okay, we still got time. Yeah. Okay. I'm wondering about Boo Boo over there. One more letter? Sounds good. Okay. This one is from Katie. Great name. And the subject line says- Slightly biased. Olympic events, episode number 73 and 75. Good morning, Sean and Katie. Morning. Moin. Hope all is well with both you and the OTDM family. After listening to a few of the last episodes, you mentioned some Olympic events that I have personal knowledge of. Ooh. I love this. Specifically, the race walking events. <laughs> the, the memes on that just really get me. Where, or I guess it's more of a, it's a gif because it's like, you know, me when I really have to go to the bathroom. It's just, I mean, I'm so good. I'm so good. Okay. <clears throat> In high school, I learned I had an affinity for it. And in my junior and senior years, I managed to race walk a mile in about eight minutes. That's Holy faster shit, than that's... I run it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. <clears throat> These years, I'm lucky if I can even run a mile in less than 10 minutes, though. Okay. Yeah, okay. cool. We're saying race walking is an interesting sport that doesn't get much coverage. It's a long distance race that's a bit of an art form combined with mental and physical stamina and satin shorts. And, and all sorts of glide stick on your legs so you don't get the, but, the but rash. But if you want to be a rebel, you wear corduroy. Ooh. And not the ooh, thin corduroy, ooh, the ooh. thick ribs. And then you start a fire. And you're also just so sweaty. Well, the Canadian seems to be on fire out there. No, he's really on fire. Look at it. It's, his legs are burning. <laughs> Roll him around in the dirt. He'll well, be fine. Also, he's in last place because those are the least aerodynamic things. <laughs> I thought the ruffles would help me, but it really slowed it was me so down. So warm, <laughs> the friction. <laughs> and for our next trick, we will start a fire. Okay, or like we've started a band called Fire Crotch. <laughs> thighs. I was trying to think of. I was like, thighs of fire, or I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to workshop it. I'll come back to it. Okay. So I'm burning, I'm burning for you. Burning, burning. Okay. The main rule of the race, the rules of the race is walk, uh, of race walking, sorry, is that one foot must be on the ground at all times. Oh. That's why you're not running, right? Because you, if you're running, you're like, boom, okay. boom. This so is the difference your... between running and walking. Okay. Second rule is that your main foot must strike the ground heel first and maintain a straightened leg throughout the walk until the other leg strikes the ground. I have a picture attached to help with visualization. I wonder if that's just bad mechanically for the human form. No, it looks good. Looks like they're walking. All right. Incorrect. Correct. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's judges on the sideline. Blow a whistle. He's committed a foul. I know. I don't. That, those are rules. So you would have broken the rules. I don't know. <clears throat> okay. He was trotting. I saw him. He was trotting. <laughs> Someone would have caught him. Cheater. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. In the Olympics, the only events for race walking are distance events. The men have a 50 kilometer race. Is a 5K. It's like 3.1 miles, which means the race walk is 31 plus miles. Wait, what? In the Olympics, only events for race walking are distance events. The men have a 50 kilometer Oh, I see. She's doing the math for me. Yeah. It's a 50 kilometer race and a 5K is like 3.1 miles. So this is about 31. I see. Sorry. Sorry. She's doing a great job. I'm the one that's struggling. This year would be the last time the event took place due to the women not having a comparable event at only 20 kilometers or 12.4 miles. So not even half of what the men's is. I wonder why that would be. 
doesn't make any sense to me because in swimming it's like I think the women same are just they it's the can same walk distance just as good as i can probably some of them are even better possibly can learn just as good my learn get my learning good okay throughout the race there are many officials posted around the loop to watch for disqualifying walking cheaters what if i got in a cab and then i just caught up with the race walkers that's the mayor of mexico city i know what a piece of garbage he was he lazy, got busted at a bunch of lazy sack of shit yeah, pretending the he, like, berlin uh Marathon. marathon i think the toronto uh, marathon and all the time they'd kind of sweep underneath the rug because it could be an international scandal who gives a shit it's a mayor guy's a cheating loser yeah. people train forever was, for that stuff he was a larger man he wasn't exactly and he would he was so bold about his cheating <laughs> that he would take a taxi and he'd get way ahead of the the crowd and then he'd hide and kind of like join but he'd join at the front of the pack as if this guy yeah, he was who, not in shape you guys no like i can't run a marathon let alone be at the front of the pack when you cross the line and here's this guy you know waving no one will know my secret i know no you know that that sound on tiktok where it's like no one's gonna know they're gonna know no one's gonna know they're gonna know it's like yeah and they're like they knew okay so they're throughout the race of many officials each official has a yellow paddle with two marks on it and they beat you with it. i'm just kidding that's not the truth <laughs> an l shape meaning the race walker has a bent knee considered running form and an s shape meaning they are lifted off the ground not keeping one foot in contact at all times generally in higher levels of race walking bent knee isn't usually called but loss of contact is. Hmm. Also, the officials can only call warnings using only their eyes as opposed to video replay because at these higher levels, everyone has issues keeping contact with the ground, so the warnings must be obvious in fractions. Okay, gotcha. I, I appreciate that. I don't That's like video fair. review. And what would you do? Stop the pack every time someone bent a knee? You're like, oh, oh, oh we're gonna restart the race. Well, you'd have to just let the race go, <laughs> and then if someone was disqualified, you'd have to have certain amounts of time you take off or you disqualify them altogether. Or you know what I mean? It's something, it has to be something like that. Yeah. Okay. Or, or you make them carry an extra five pounds you know every infraction That's gets a little heavy make them wear corduroys <laughs> put the corduroy shorts on it's gotta, not me it's you who's cheating corduroy shorts <laughs> i myself got into race walking because it looked interesting i'm not the best sprinter and i wasn't the best with field events like shot put or long jump i bounced around from event to event and my coach was very encouraging shout out to mr young Woo, Mr. Young, shout out to you. After each track meet, I found myself getting faster and my laps, my lap splits improved. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I was doing well and getting our team points in uh, dual meets, one school versus another school, and at invitationals, many schools within the same division. Okay. I was getting medals and going to extra practices with a local race walk group called Walk USA. My school went to a well-known indoor winter invitational at Brown University where I proceeded to walk an amazing time and got first place. That's awesome. Look at you, kicking ass, kicking ass. Good job, Katie. Doing our name proud. <clears throat> okay. Um, a moment I'm most proud of. I did go to nationals in the spring outdoor season. Unfortunately, I didn't do so great. I was seated second and came in fourth. I, I think that's pretty good. I struggled in the heat and had a terrible headache, but I'm considered an all-American race walker for 2007. That's cool. Whoop, whoop. Somebody famous. It's one of the facts I used when doing icebreakers for whatever group activity set up at school. Isn't it funny how you always have to do... Mine's either something about like I grew up on a Christmas tree farm or I'm left-handed or something like that. What do you use? One time I shit my pants. <laughs> I was older and that was not... That's not what he that's says. That's a good icebreaker. Uh, were you fuming when we were talking about speed walking mm -hmm. i hope you didn't no she's sharing she's just telling yeah. us i hope it. she wasn't offended because we did 
I don't you know, go pretty hard in the paint about that one. I mean, not really. I was like, it just looks kind of silly. Yeah. But I do like it when people write in and they're like, hey, I have a story yeah, like that. Yeah, now we learned about it. We yeah, understand which it Which I think it's pretty more. cool. Pretty uh, cool. Now maybe I'm thinking this is something I can roll with, you know? I could. I remember this. So she says, fun fact, there's an episode of Malcolm in the Middle where Brian Cranston's character becomes involved in race walking. I remember this. That is so funny. It's worth a watch. Nobody actually wears the outfits he does in the show, though. That was going to be my question because his outfits are ridiculous. Oh. Um, we'd have to look it up and pull up and maybe put an image up, but... I think that's hilarious too, and I agree. It's I worth forgot. a watch. <clears throat> that's Brian Cranston. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was way before he did uh, what you would call it. Breaking Bad. Yeah, that would say the one that made him like uber famous. Malcolm in the Middle. I watched Malcolm in the Middle a lot growing up. Yeah, I didn't. I, it was not really. You were a little too older, I would assume, because yeah. it was. I was still at home and like middle school, high school. Okay. Anyway, this letter is getting very long, and I don't know yeah. if any of this interests you or the OTDM family. It does very much. Looking forward to more pods. Take care of yourselves. I'll miss you, Katie. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> I miss you. Avita Zane, I miss you. <laughs> what? That was, <clears throat> I laughed about that till I cried. It was My so family funny. mocked me on the phone. I, I've talked to a couple of people. Did they? they? Yeah. It was so funny. Me. It was so funny. <laughs> it was such a funny slip where you're just like, okay, we're done. Okay. You guys, we'll see you next week. I'll miss you. <laughs> Honesty has its place on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I still. As soon as the lights go off, I just sit here and I pout like my dog. Just, oh yeah! Mm. Oh my god! So did she? She pouts. I'll, I need to post a, fic, a photo of her on Instagram. I've been doing stories, but it's because she moves a lot. But her pouting after she gets in trouble for either like potting in the house or chewing on something or not coming in when she's supposed. Any? Oh, you say you know the N O word once loudly, and you'd think you'd like beat her. She's like, oh, I have a fluff. Uh, it's dog hair. It was. <laughs> um, anyway, it she's very funny. Yeah, it's cute. It's it's very cute, and she, you know, you feel, you feel bad for her. No, I don't feel bad at all. She's living the life. She came from a shelter or whatever. I know. And we rescued her and brought her home. You know, she's good. All the cicadas she wants to eat, all the bay leaves that I sprinkled in the garden. No, those are not good for her. I know. I found that out. There's things, you know, they can't eat. And I didn't even realize it. And I was sprinkling the stuff that's like a natural to keep bugs away from Bug the windowsills. Hmm. And then she decides she liked them. I can't blame her. I don't know about you, but they if you good fresh bay leaves that it, we dried them ourselves. Remember your mom came in. Yeah, with my them. mom brought them fresh. And then you're supposed to kind of dry them and like crinkle them. And so we spread them around. But when she brought them, I, I kind of had a chuckle because if you ever buy bay leaves, which I think is a wonderful ingredient when you're adding it to soups or whatnot, it, they're they're amazing but they last you for like two years and when mm -hmm. unless you're making soup all the time i'm down with that by but the way. my Give mom's a friend a good friend of our family has a bay tree so we got three ziploc gallons full of bay leaves and bay leaves if you don't know they're flat and small so we have like a forest in three bags yeah and it was awesome but they dried mm -hmm. and i didn't pay any mind to them i was like well they're in the bags drying maybe it'll keep bugs at bay but yesterday i took a handful of it because I hadn't touched them and they're dry. So I crinkled them up. Man, they smell, they smell wonderful. Really nice. like, not that it's a fresher, but it's it's a pretty fresher. You know, it's not yeah. like uh, it is dry, but it's recently dried. Not so, like something that's been vacuum packed or whatnot. Yeah, the ones that you get that we put in soups don't have the smell like these no, ones do. But they do act as a good bittering agent or enhancing. Maybe they're flavor. different bay leaves. I don't know. There are. 
from so we looked it up today no. yeah because he was putting them out there and she i caught her with one in her mouth and i was like i pulled it out and then she ate part of one and i was like we got to find out if these are poisonous or not for her because if only we had somebody who is a veterinarian student who could uh, <laughs> don't that's, <laughs> i'm just kidding it's not fair we, to put that pressure we looked it all up and it, it's fine she shouldn't eat them she won't be eating yeah. them going forward uh, i'll sweep it up a little bit but, but emily can let us know if it's like real worrisome and we gotta yeah. figure it out you know she seemed fine she did but boy they're very tasty and now i have a sore tummy too you know you're not supposed to eat them either they're really bad for us you know it's debatable all right moving on i just Sean's, have to look from you're my not wife. a doctor okay so we have a speak pipe oh are we ready we we should be we're getting caught up this is august 18th okay is your volume up or my volume i just did turn it all the way up okay oh and i took a screen grab on next <laughs> so don't worry you'll you'll get that too this is Father Zbik from Letzirk. Some people say that God don't have a sense of humor, and Katie and Sean, uh, they show us it is healthy fun to laugh at oneself. For example, do you know what you get when you freeze oily water? You get popsicle. Or, hey, buddy, I don't care who's your father. If you drop that cross one more time, you're out of the parade. Or Jesus on the cross with his mom and girlfriend standing at his foot crying. So he looked down at them and he say, hey, come on, stop crying. I'm only going away for the weekend. You know, <laughs> funny joke. Also, the popular exclamation, oh my God, or uh, OMG, OMG, as the kids say, I think. We, do. we all agree this do not refer to some Johnny come running God. A real God take the time to get it right, the benefit for his sheep. For example, we just signed an agreement with major religion, which allow us all to own that phrase on certain day of the week, with Sunday open to all. The Catholic Church have it on Wednesday and on Friday, and Radical Rabbi Cohen needed it for Saturday. So we come to a fast agreement because we are good friends. Okay, my sheeps, till next time, remember to be kind and take good care of each other. Bye. Bye. <laughs> OMG. I think as the kids say, <laughs> the way he said that, oh, it was like so throaty. <laughs> uh, he can put the words together better than I can. Again, but it's uh, funny. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. Father. De book. What is it? Uh, you know, spectacles, testicles, wallet watch. Mm -hmm. That's what's, me making the that sign of the cross. My oh. grandfather used to say before he'd leave the house, uh, which would be, uh, my dad's dad, um, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, he'd make the sign of the cross and he'd say spectacles, he'd point to his eyes, testicles, he'd make sure you don't leave those at home, wallet, point to one pocket up in his chest and watch the other one. Let's go. You know, but wouldn't you have your wa your watch on your wrist? Uh, pocket watch. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. Oh, the times. That's like jeans used to have that little, and I might still have that little pocket and people would be like, what is that for? And I was like, it was a watch pocket. Oh, I always put my quarters in there. <laughs> Oh, did anybody remember? Did we talk about this before? But old timey people put watches in there. Old Is that what you're saying? Like the ones who worked on the railroad and <laughs> I don't know in uh, gold mines, because <laughs> that's what Levi's is all about, right? Like, well, because you country. I know a lot of guys I grew up with put their pager there. No, I mean maybe, but that's not what I'm talking about. Is people who worked like because I grew up around farm kids too, and guys would have like 
either chains or little connectors of things going from different pockets and they'd hook it onto their belt or the loops on their jeans, you know? I had a wallet chain for a while. Yeah, a lot of people do. You know, you go from uh, right, right in front of your... I think your, Nickel had one of those. Your hoop on your belt, you know, your belt mm-hmm. loop. And then the chain would go to your back pocket, your wallet. Mm-hmm. So, you know. But a lot of people, I was saying that because I think that is like the more modern version of what used to be where they would hook the pocket watch onto their belt or not their belt, but the belt loop. And then it would go in that little pocket and then you pull it out, check the time and you put it back in. Because if you were manual labor, you wouldn't want to watch around your wrist and get totally demolished. Makes sense. You know, I was debating Form buying some ring follows function. Yes. Yes. But I was debating um, buying Wrangler jeans. <clears throat> Now's a good time. Why? Get ahead of the trend. Oh, is it a trend? Oh, Kanye is wearing them for the Donda uh, concert. No. Yeah. Oh, because he's in Wyoming now? Oh, I don't know. Did they wear them in Wyoming? Well, there's lots of ranchers and stuff. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, he, he was wearing uh, Wranglers. I think Kanye is lending his brand name to I so he did he's Gap like and black now he's doing leather pants. Yeah. No, he got he had a deal with uh, Gap. I don't want to talk about him anymore. I'm over it. Stop luring me into All these conversations. All roads lead to Kanye. No. No? Okay. No. But I was going to say something else. And in his mind, it does. They do. 100%. I do concur. Okay. I'll, I'll get off the topic. I was going to say something else. And now I forget about your uh, doc, uh, I said your dad, but father to books. Uh, I appreciate you sending those in. Uh, speak pipes make the world go round. And I really enjoy the, the, uh, the persona that is developing. It's, fun. Yeah. it's very fun. Do we want to do more? And I like that Jesus is telling jokes from the cross. This is, you know, I'm just going away for I, the weekend. I couldn't make the joke because I'm a lay person, but you know, when someone from the church does it, <laughs> then it's like, you know, the church make fun of themselves. So then it? it's allowed. Right. So, how it. how long was he like dead before he rose again? The weekend. I know, but that was the good joke. But I was just saying, how long was it supposedly? Supposedly, in, uh, you know, the or weekend. Supposedly, as some people say, it drives me crazy. I don't know how many uh, days, forty days fourth, and fourth day? forty nights. Third day. He walked across. Somebody the, let us know. Someone parted the sea. No. And there was a little uh, baby in a bread no. basket that flowed down the in water a bread basket no. <laughs> all my sending teachings are coming back to me uh is there is there a guy it's like playing drunk, a flute drunk history his... but instead it's like bad uh and then he went into the temple okay. and he okay. kicked over the tables because they were thieves and and then jesus huh? said don't practice your you know bad medicine here and i don't even know what you're talking about or yeah. referencing you've lost me this is the new testament katie I know you still, you know, go through the Old Testament, but I, I'm I'm a little bit further ahead in this in this episodic. So, what book is it in? Uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy three sixteen. <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger uh, oh three sixteen. Okay. Do we have time for more? How how are we doing? Yeah, we're fine. This will be the last one though, because I gotta. I worry about some. our pupper. Oh yeah. So do we want to end on a speak pipe or a letter? Uh, let's spin the wheel. Let's go to a letter. Okay, we're back to Norway. Can oh. you believe it? We were gone for a minute, but we're back. Around the world in III. From I, Norway I, I. to Quebec. This back is to called Norway. All Things Norway from Christina. Okay. She's back. Hi, Sean and Katie and the OTDM community. Howdy do. Hope everyone is well. I have finally caught up with the most recent episode of your podcast. I love your stories and hearing other people's stories. Very glad that you decided to start this podcast. Us too. It's really fun. I also enjoy talking back as if you can hear me. You, what was that thing? This, this me, it's, it's a thing. Yes, it's, it's this, yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had that happen <laughs> recently. We went out and uh, we were at that 
that uh, we were sitting at the bar and mm -hmm. the lady was walking around doing her job and we were doing ours, which was sitting at the bar and mm -hmm. having a drink because mm -hmm. uh, it was so hot out that we were getting a refreshing margarita or something. Where was this? We were in Austin and the lady said, hey, I got a question for you. What's the, oh, yeah. that thing there? And Oh yeah, what was it that she, she was, was having a tough was, time? Uh, no, we were down in Dripping Springs. Hmm? No, we weren't, we were in Austin. Uh, oh, okay. So, but it, she was looking for the the drain cup. Oh, you're right. Yeah, and, and I was like, oh, maybe like a sieve, you know. Yeah. But I, I get that feeling that, and this it was is driving her crazy because she was like, I can't think of the name. And you're right, we were in Austin off of South Congress. Yeah, it was when we had that brunch slash lunch after I got super burnt at Barton Springs. Yeah, yes. I think we're playing the same game, you know. We're but we're yeah. just not in the same room, let alone yeah. continent or yeah, wherever yep. you are, you know. True, true, true. Okay, ready. Yeah, yeah, sorry for hijacking that. No, that was funny though, I forgot about, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having caught up with all OTDM episodes after about a month, I have a very long list okay. that other people, uh, things other people's letters and your stories have made me think of. All right. I love it, bring it on. I have limited this email to include two main topics. If you wanna read it, you can just read some of it or split it up if you'd like to. Apologies in advance for such a long letter, it is totally fine. Topic number one driving in Norway. There have been a lot of stories about driving and I thought I would share a bit about getting your license in Norway, okay. or at least in my area. Getting your license here is also so expensive. The estimate I was given was about $4,400 using the latest currency Say exchange. What? what? That's crazy. How how do they expect people, that, that seems like a barrier to entry, it's especially ridiculous. in a social country, yeah. shouldn't that be? It says, however, if you practice more, that can be cut down to about 2,700. But how do you practice? I know, I don't know, gotta, I don't know. Sounds like a Norwegian loop to me. <laughs> this price includes the basic driving course. If you start before you're 17 and a half, I did, but then I had to take a break because of going away to college in the States and also needing time to earn more money to pay for it. Obviously, because okay. it's fucking expensive. Yep. Then it also includes driving lessons, 225 minutes. That's a weird amount of time of country driving. This is all done in one session to prove that you can drive long distances. Okay. Sounds like they're operating a shuttle service. I know. We're gonna to need to know if you're a distracted driver, so we're gonna have two people in the back. They're gonna talk randomly. They're just actors. Have to drop Don't worry them about off it. at different places. Drop them off, but you're gonna to have to pick them up at four thirty and bring them back. All right. <laughs> a planned trip of three hours. You get to pick between two lists of places. Oh, that's then nice. need to plan the most effective route where you stop at each place. Okay. That's kind of cool. So you got a plan. That's good. Right. Then a type of e-learning for driving, like theory, rules, etc. Okay. okay. A safety training course, which includes practicing dri driving on ice and snow. That's smart. Okay. Yeah, this is, I mean, it is Norway. They're not going to make you learn on white sandy beaches in the Caribbean. That would be awkward. That would make that's not, also expensive. That would, that's you know, very expensive. It's going to up the price the about another $1,200. Yeah. Then risks when driving a car course. Not sure how to translate this in a better way. So it must just be like, well, safety's already there. I don't know. So anyway, there's that. Also, a reflection and summary course a theory test renting a car for your driving test when we were out practice uh, when we were out practicing with our instructor we used the school cars we, we, us too which are equipped with a brake and accelerator on the passenger side ours just had a brake and if you learn to drive with a stick shift then there's also a clutch on the passenger side wow that also then it includes a driving test your photo for your license and your license that's a lot that they make you do. And I don't think ours was at all that expensive. And we had like courses and test drives and all that stuff. I think mine was like 700 bucks or something. I don't, my mom would know. I don't know how much my class cost. Yeah. Cause I had to take a class. Okay. 
after hearing from my mom who is american and had a driver had drivers ed in the states this definitely seems like a very extensive list some of which i'm actually glad that they make us do i agree you should have some safety training with like ice snow rain 100 percent, so that you know how to like handle yourself in weather um and others which i think isn't particularly necessary or should be a little cheaper not sure how a 17 or 18 year old is going to get their license a lol and that's the problem is like then people who come from like not wealthy families like are like i can never get that you kind of get the sense that the government doesn't want you driving yeah and i wonder where this goes in 10 years 20 years well do they have like really good public transportation is personal ownership over i've heard this theory kicking around a little bit that the the current governments and this isn't like crazy talk but kind of think about it in, in the way that hey if we had less people driving uh autonomously that that uh, there'd be less accidents hmm. so going towards vehicles that are self-driven and you're just the passenger you know that that could be uh where we're going and like it would be could very be. one way to get everyone to do that is over a generation or two really raise the rates the cost of ownership yeah make it that much harder yeah. whether it's like insurance but i think that's classes uh, classism just because yeah you know, then well, only then, the wealthy well then can drive rural communities are fucked because there's no public transport right so like what, what are you, are you supposed to do is the village going to share a bicycle you know? i know that's so wrong i think i think that's like the ign- i get really frustrated as someone who grew up in a rural area i, th- I get annoyed with like and this is going to sound so country but i'm just going to say it is like people from the city trying to make decisions about things that affect other people who don't live in cities there will never be another no guy in this property <laughs> and they chased jurgen away with pitchforks <laughs> but seriously though you as a city folk don't know what it's like to live in the country and us as country folk don't know what it's like to live in the city and we shouldn't be making laws that apply to everyone that just seems very ridiculous and i unsubscribe okay are we ready to move on yeah i have a near accident story to include with this if you'd like to read about it yeah yeah lay it on us we got a couple minutes in for it i took the safety course including the practice of driving on snow and ice in january of this year For background, despite what most of the people assumed when I was at college in the States, I'm not used to snowstorms and driving on ice. In the southwest of Norway, a typical winter is maybe a dusting of snow in December, and minimum temperatures reach about negative 5 degrees Celsius, so about 23 Fahrenheit. Yeah, Yeah, that's like a mild winter. This is due to the Gulf Stream. However, in January of 2021, we had received a lot of snow and cold weather with temperatures reaching about negative 15 Celsius, which is like five degrees Fahrenheit, which is freezing. There was there was a lot of compacted snow and ice on the small roads and the driving track that is used for the safety course. I won't go into all the details of this course, but there was a section where you have to go downhill and maneuver the car through a sharp curve mid-hill. My instructor told me to floor it. Yeah. And then he said to hit the brakes as hard as I could. I had to hit the brakes in the middle of this sharp curve and learned that when you have an anti-lock braking system, ABA, ABS, you don't skid or spin out. Yeah, because it like, like pulses. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> Interesting. But good to know. And how not f- just pulsing. Now it actually senses slip, right? Mm-hmm. So like if, it, and usually it'll distribute, depending on what type of vehicle you're mm-hmm. driving in, obviously, but more advanced systems, they'll, they'll, send more power to one area oh, but on the fly like and quickly that's really crazy yep. but it is good to feel what that's like and what i think it's important for you to know what it's like when you lock up your brakes yeah so you're mm-hmm. not afraid of it yeah the second time he turned off the abs and told me to floor it and hit the brakes and when he said to me this time we hit the sharp curve and he told me to hit the brakes we spun out but we spun out too much which he wasn't planning for 
We were headed straight for an old shed at the bottom of the hill. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh no, off-roading. <laughs> I don't remember if I screamed or not, but I remember my parents telling me not to hit the brakes on ice. You have to let it go. You have to let go of the accelerator. Let it go. Let it go. It's true. So Frozen. let go of the accelerator and, and brakes and try to steer. When they learned how to drive, they didn't have ABS, I guess. So, although my natural instinct is to shut my eyes when about to run into something. It's the safest bet. When walking or when something's about to hit me, as is the case in my soccer uh, um, in my soccer of basketball time, sometimes. Wait. Oh, um, it must mean or. As in the case of soccer or basketball. Something that's coming towards your face. You're like, ugh. Yeah. Agreed. I took a f my foot off the brake while my eyes were shut and opened them when I tried to steer away. I saw this wasn't working and then I shut my eyes again. That's <laughs> going to happen anyway. When I opened my eyes, we were staring at the shed unharmed. I don't remember if I or my instructor did something, but we did not hit the shed. Phew. My instructor then maneuvered us out of the ditch, which was around the shed. And once we were back on the track, said, sorry that was my fault at least they apologized That's and cool. owned it and weren't like you're a shitty driver you like were on crazy Fail. <laughs> but he'd been doing it how many times they never had weather like this right. like did need to take that into consideration yeah he's okay. had that job for about six months <laughs> oh my goodness okay moving on yeah, yeah yeah topic number two okay norwegian words i was listening to episode 73 and christoph mentioned that in german they string words together sometimes to make one word yes makes it very difficult to try to figure out what you're saying and the words are super long. Norwegian is quite similar to German. In Norwegian, they also string words together to make one longer word. Here are some, <laughs> okay, here are some you'd like to try to pronounce them and guess what they mean. Answers will be in the PS. Okay. okay. Ordbok. Ordbok. I'm gonna say popcorn, I'm just kidding. It's like Ord, oh, yeah. Ordville Redenbacher, it's Ordbok. So two words combined, yeah. Ord and Bach. What would be Ord and Bach? I don't know, Norwegian's so weird, man. Bach would be beer and Ord would be golden wheat wheat beer. Good, 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 I like that. It's final answer, good answer. <laughs> it's know. like we're on the family feud. Up next on Bullshitters, the St. Louis. <laughs> You're very good. I'm really bad at bullshitting. Number two, Screevaboard. Screevaboard. Board. Hmm. Screevy. Um, uh, writing pad. I'm going to say uh, telephone. <laughs> That's good. I'm uh, screevy. I'm thinking is oh, like screve, writing. Like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. And you, then board. I was you, you'd like be really surface. good at like taking the SATs when they, because everything's like has a Latin roots and I'm not good at that. Okay. Katie, number th I'm probably bungling this one. But. Number three. Lungen bentesinels. Lungebetenels. Tenels. Lungebetenels. Lungebetenels. Oh, it's uh, the bells that Santa Claus wears on his uh, on his belt. That's what that is. I'm going to say it's... Uh, it's got to be like, what, three words pushed together. So I'm going to say that it's... Uh, it's a dirty doormat. Okay. okay. There you go. <laughs> Number four. Three to your lunges and batels. <laughs> Uh, spinning shadipine. Sh spinning shodipine. I'm going to say. Shodipine. Hmm. Something. It's a barbecue. Oh, what's that? <laughs> spinning. It's uh, a loom. Mm. A loom. Okay. Bonus. This is a fun one. I looked up the longest string of words in Norwegian, and this is the one that I came across. <laughs> yes. 
Fjölkestra Fikkir Hit Suva Lus Suval Gus Lecretarian Sledder Funk so John de Rogover. Okay, it's not a menu item because that would take forever to order that. So I'm gonna go. It's probably with just something silly like the slimy moss that's on a rock near the river or something. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> Guess that Norwegian says, on the next episode. The tips are I is pronounced E E like E. e. The D in Ordbok is and Skrivord is silent. Oh, so it's Orbok and and Skrivbor. Think more rounded. American English, I think, is more flat in mouth movements, whereas Norwegian is more rounded in mouth movements. Not sure if that makes sense, but it might explain a bit why some Norwegians sound a bit more British when speaking English than American. Oh. Random notes. In episode 73, Katie mentioned a thing on TikTok about the word for hospital being the same in several languages, but that in German it's completely different. In Norwegian, the word for hospital is uh, sick house. Makes sense. Or equals hospital. Norwegian has two main dialects. One is called Bookmall and one is called Street Mall. Nynorsk. Nynorsk? Nynorsk? Nynorsk. 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 Typically, when learning Norwegian in school as a foreign language, you learn Bokmall. However, when out and about, people tend to speak Nynorsk. I'm just gonna say it like that forever it's like uh common parlance yeah it'd be yeah it's like you learn this proper way but most people speak maybe an improper or whatever more casual the signage for the local hospital here says sushke house which is sick house again but not s-y-k-e it's s-j-u-k-e oh yeah so shuk house of course there is a whole bunch of varieties of these two dialects depending on where in norway you are but just thought it might be interesting to learn about these two. Super Absolutely. interesting. That's like my friend Abba, who's um, from a part of India on the water. I forget the name of the town. Kerala. Kerala. Um, anyway, she was telling me about all of the dialects that they have. It's like there's a zillion different dialects of Hindi. It's really wild. Oh, our pupper is playing. Okay. Oh. Anyways, sorry to have sent such a long letter, but I hope you enjoyed learning a bit about... Oh. Sorry about that. We have a dog that... Uh... Needed needs, our attention. She needs to be love. fed. I know. Needs to be fed. In okay. the uh, pecking order in this house, I've been uh, reduced one one notch, which is just fine by me. I need to keep it humble. But now I told it goes that was... dog, everything else. So yeah, when the true. dog, you know. She, and she'd been very patient. We are past her dinner time. She and gave so us you, two hours. If you hear her crunching, that's why. Okay. So anyways, this is back to Christina's letter. Okay. Sorry to have sent such a long letter. I loved it. Please send Perfect. more. But I hope you enjoyed learning a bit about Drivers Ed in Norway and some Norwegian words in any case. Thank you so much for all that you do. I enjoy your tangents and hearing everyone's stories from Christina. Now, P.S. The Norwegian word breakdown in translations. Number one, the Ordbok, which was really Orbok, is a word book or a dictionary. Oh. We failed. Well, yeah. What did I say it was? Beer. Oh, yeah. Number two, the Skrive board. That's the word book writing table or a disc oh. oh you're close writing you had that down yeah you did better than me number three is lunge bet betanels is lung infection or pneumonia loogies okay number four spinnings and hodapine is suspense and headaches meaning attention headache oh that's wow. a nice word for it it is i've got a spinning to dines <laughs> 
Hodapine. I didn't know that you spoke Norwegian, someone would say. And I'm saying just a little <laughs> bit. I learned on a podcast. It's such a, a highbrow podcast. I picked up Norwegian. What, this silly dialect? <laughs> oh, right. Number five, the Filks Trafik. Hmm. Sikernets. Oh, the really, really, the really long, long one. one. Yeah. Was essentially a county traffic safety committee secre secretariat leader func functionary advice giver i've not heard of this word before so for so for this one i just have a breakdown in norwegian and english it's essentially an advisor yeah <laughs> it sounds like a real asshole in the city commission that's like yeah we're gonna have to get this paperwork signed by the the, the, the and that asshole has that on his business that card son of a bitch. his name son you know, of a bitch. lars uh, eller no that that that's Danish. Uh, what's a Norwegian name? Uh, Terje Harkinson, you know, and then underneath that would be. <laughs> I like so how you're looking for Terje Harkinson, and then this other word that's like his title. You know, it's like it takes the back side of the card. The whole, yeah, the yeah. front and the back. Underneath his name, it says to see my full title. Says, look continued. at the reverse of the card. Continued. continued. <laughs> Go to this URL. <laughs> right. Scan and this code. And there's a picture of an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> A bureaucratic asshole, asshole, which is even bigger than a standard asshole. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> okay, we got to get going. We have a puppy that's uh, we're racing against it, finishing the food. It is very fast. <laughs> Not crazy fast, and she. I give her some ice cubes in her water to distract her because she thinks those are treats. But I think she has finished because she's drinking water. So. Arrivederci. Share this podcast with your friends. Yes. Let everyone know about it. And be so kind and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. And please send us in your stories. More stories to out at gmail.com. I can't keep writing all this, guys. Sometimes I'm in Norwegian. Sometimes I'm in, I don't know, Mallorca. You know, I got to. I need some writers. Sean's a busy woman. Yep. Okay. We busy. love you guys. <laughs> Have a good one. We'll miss you. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> oh, they shot me.